I'm Juno Angevin, and I'm here to tell you that this episode contains scenes of graphic violence, coarse language, and, if we did our jobs right, disturbing subject matter. Listener discretion is heavily advised. Breaking news. I'm your host, Sigourney Ellen. We go now live to GC News correspondent Theodore Almond Christoph Goldon Myers Briggs III, who was at the scene of a terrifying incident in the locks. Tell us what you're seeing, Theodore Almond Christoph Goldon Myers Briggs III. Thanks, Sigourney. I'm Theodore Almond Christoph Goldon Myers Briggs III, watching a deadly scene unfold here in the locks. I believe I'm seeing the fugitives, Maitland and Kanto, accompanied by a vagrant, and it looks like. Can that be Faith Juno Angevin? They're being detained by GateSec operatives and... Wait, it it looks like a USC Navy Reaper is here. I... Theodore. Theodore. Uh, My apologies, loyal viewers. It looks like we're experiencing technical difficulties with our feed. Okay, okay, what? Uh, I've just received word that our correspondent was incorrect, and those aren't the people he said they were. Gate City Admin has informed us that the situation is well in hand, and... We've received notification that station bylaw prevents us from spreading undue panic in these troubling times. I guess we're sorry for doing that. This is Sigourney Allen, signing off for now. Stay safe, viewers. Hello and welcome to The Stars Aren't Alright, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast. Uh, We are on episode four. Uh, Let's go around and introduce our players who can then introduce their characters. But before I do that, uh, Tom, could you give me a kind of common everyday profession? Plumber. Plumber. Okay. Uh, Alex. Uh, if you wouldn't mind explaining uh, your, who you are and your character, but uh, Piodor is the world's worst plumber because... Uh, hi, my name is Alex Collins. Uh, I'll actually be playing Roberta Bondar, a noted Canadian astronaut. They named enough schools after her that she was resurrected from uh, beyond the grave, uh, and now she's <laughs> immortal. Uh, and Roberto Bondar would be the world's worst plumber because she's just so goddamn inspiring. <laughs> 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 Coming after plumbers. Okay, damn. Uh, yeah, I'll be. I'll actually be playing uh, Piotr Gaius Maitland, and Piotr would be the world's worst plumber uh, because uh, he's already covered in shit, so who's going to hire a guy like that, right? True. Very true. Uh, Leah. Yeah, I'm Leah. I am playing Glade Walker, and she'd be the world's worst plumber because instead of shoving the shit back down the toilet, it would be down your throat. <laughs> that is not a quality I want in a plumber. <laughs> Any hole will do. <laughs> All right, Catherine. I'm Catherine, and I'm playing Juno Angavin. Uh, Juno would be the world's worst plumber for so many reasons. <laughs> um, but most notably, she just wouldn't have the guts to do it. Smart, smart. That makes sense. She cut off a body, but she won't. Uh, she won't declog a toilet. No, she she has lines she will not cross. <laughs> uh, my name is Tom Kenny, and I am playing uh, Sadar Lift Kanto. And um, Lift would be a terrible plumber because 
um, he would try and figure out a way of like making a machine that would do it for him, and it would inevitably fail, and then he would just leave. <laughs> just bail. <laughs> <laughs> you come in, you're like, hey, could you declog my toilet? And he's in there for four hours, and you come back, and the plumber is gone, and there's just a little robot that's like, why do I exist? <laughs> and then just starts throwing poop everywhere. <laughs> 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 and like shoving things down the toilet. <laughs> Sticky notes with question marks all over them. I want to go back to how Catherine said that uh, Faith, uh, Juno, Angevin would be a terrible plumber because she wouldn't be able to do it. Like, did she, when she was cutting up the body, did she try to just use like Drano on it first? Or maybe like one of those like instant plumber things where she's just put against the forehead and it's like, I don't even think Juno would know that instant plumber things exist. Like Drano is not something she understands is is available to her. Plus, it's the future, guys. It's nano What do you call those drano. things? Nano oh, drano. What are those super long chain things that you turn? And... The snakes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You like use the snake down the throat to like pull the organs out. <laughs> Did you I accidentally mean... mummify him first? <laughs> <laughs> She's not a psychopath. She just sure. grew up in... Really likes Egyptian just... history. And who likes guns? <laughs> well, a newly likes guns. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, that is uh, as good a segue as any to uh, get into a recap of the previous session. Uh, so last session, we had uh, Lyft, Piotr and Doug running from the fuzz after uh, decrypting the riddle left by Admiral Colonar Knox. Uh, you got separated shortly thereafter. Lyft, you blew up a building kind of by accident, uh, damaging or destroying a Ned Lead in the process. And then you managed to escape through a power conduit. Piotr and Doug fled on foot, evaded Gatesec by entering a shitty tunnel, uh, much to Piotr's dismay. Glade and Juno met up at the Church of His Light shelter in the in the locks, uh, and upon leaving, ran into Du Bois as you exited your respective tunnels. Not a euphemism. Gatesec operatives closed in on them, uh, almost arresting them all before Piotr alpha broed them into submission. <laughs> Uh, like not expecting that still, still reeling, still reeling. It's about having an abundance mindset. Apparently. (laughs) It's what the market requires. Indeed. At that moment, a reaper showed up, uh, and gunned the operatives down after establishing that they had spoken to you guys before getting smoked by, uh, Glade's rifle blast and lifts flashbang party jacked a car, grand theft auto style, and then tore ass out of there, shaking the reaper with the clever application of grenade and violence. Uh, our heroes ended up at Suits R Us, a zero-G pawn shop run by Glade's old buddy Henry, an elder retired Reaper who immediately got taken in by Piotr's astro-economic bullshit. Uh, the boys stole some suits, the gals bought some suits, including some other stuff, including a gun purchase by our uh, resident charlatan Juno, and you made your way to an airlock to travel outside the station, uh, the destination being a 30-ish kilometer hike to the other side. So... In between these recording sessions, I was curious when I was like planning out the the mechanics for this, and I looked up what is the longest spacewalk currently that has been ever done. Anyone want to take a guess? Whatever Ripper the Bondar did. (laughs) (laughs) She walked across all our hearts. Yeah. I think it's like 28 minutes. But like distance, if you had to guess distance. Distance. Mm. Distance covered. Tethered Uh, or untethered? Uh. 
12 what? 12 what? Did you just like <laughs> throw <laughs> <bamboo>? <laughs> 12 astronomical <laughs> units. Did I say 12? I said 12 oh, kilometers. Okay. Oh, sorry. 12 kilometers. <laughs> but 12, Catherine, yeah, 12. So what? 12, 12 kilometers. So we have one guess at 12 kilometers. <laughs> 500 feet. 500 feet? Uh, uh, 150 wait, meters. Wait, wait, spacewalk. Like... Some reason, I was thinking like on Mars, but that's not a space one. No, no, no. Like just I don't yeah. know why nobody's ever been to Mars. The moon, the moon, not Mars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Martian didn't happen. <laughs> Ripper the Bondar's. Been How to did Mars. we ever get Matt Damon back? <laughs> anyway, no, I changed my guess. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, 500 meters. 500 meters. 150 meters. 150 meters. What I stick you? with my previous answer: 500 feet. 500 feet. I think it's like. Probably 30 meters. 30 meters. Okay. So you guys are actually pretty close. 300 meters is the mm, longest. Crazy. Yeah. That's, that is, that's I, I, I'm going to trust you. I'm really bad at converting. Feet. It's 900 feet. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, for a, a glorious second, yeah. you and I both thought you had it. Feet. Um, the, yeah. So 300 meters. So you guys are doing, I'm pretty sure a thousand times that distance uh, today. Yeah, but in the future. But so in like, the future. Yeah, in uh, the future, where Glade probably would have made this decision if it didn't make sense. It, no, 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 totally. So <laughs> I will say, so I came up, I, I got very excited about this, and I made everyone these cards. Take one and pass it along. Wait, wait. So everyone's vac suit has 12 hours of oxygen in it. Uh, so what you'll see there is uh, the vac suit is basically broken up into hours uh, and then each hour is broken up into six units so each of those lines uh, represent a 10 minute interval so for instance so because this is zero g if you guys decide to turn off your mag boots float up into space and then just try to hoof it uh, go really fast using zero g that costs about 10 minutes of oxygen to speed up and then to slow down will take another 10 minutes of oxygen if you have a pressurized casing for your gun and you have to shoot it each round uh, uses the suit's O2 to pressurize it. Each round expends 10 minutes of oxygen. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to ask what are folks' uh, skills? So does anyone have a zero-G skill of over 40? I do. You do. That makes sense. Anyone else? Well, it does. No. I'm going to take your silences. No. Uh -oh. uh, does anyone have a move of nine or over? I know for <laughs> Alex is just staring <laughs> daggers at me. <laughs> Sorry, how do we determine move? I don't, I just. Uh, just move, we should have done that when we were making our character. It's one of the things I don't have uh, filled in. All good. Let me, uh, let me look that up for you. And I think I, it's on mm. my written one, but it's not on my one here. Uh, if strength and dex, uh, strength or dex is equal to or greater than size, or if all three are equal, move is eight. If both your strength and dex are each greater than your size, then your move is nine. So both my strength and dex are uh, less than my size. So your move is seven. So my move is seven. Yeah. Brian, my move is seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very smooth. Um, my strength and dex are greater than my size. So, so your, your move, move is probably nine. nine. Ah, I have eight for some reason. I have nine movement. Are you, well, are you old? Yeah. Okay. So oh, you might have had to deduct oh, one yeah. based on your age. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is because why my I'm, move is four point five. Because I'm the ripe old age of thirty nine. My move has decreased by real, by one. Dude, I'm thirty five, and I feel like in real life my move has decreased by one. This game like is at so least. Smart. <laughs> okay. So you had a move of nine or greater, uh, and your zero G was more than forty. Then you can move at a normal human walking speed 
in zero G, which is usually, I think it's at the average human walking speed is about four and a half kilometers an hour. Because most of you, therefore, don't have that experience, your moving speed, I'm going to half the average, well, ish. Uh, So your moving speed is going to be approximately 2.5 kilometers. So to travel 30 kilometers at 2.5, Uh, will take you exactly 12 hours, which is exactly how much oxygen your suit has. So for our guide, Glade, uh, I'm assuming Glade would have done jobs which would have, you know, kind of required her doing these like spacewalks around the station before. You are correct. Yes. (laughs) Uh, No, my first time. (laughs) Yeah, it's the first time. First time, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like he's already doing the math so he can TPK us. I don't think we need to help him anymore, you know. Uh, yeah. So there are a few options. There are a lot of options to get back into the station, but I'm going to list them uh, starting from the nearest and ending up at the the farthest. So uh, the nearest airlock, next airlock after this one that you guys are exiting is uh, into the locks, which is about five kilometers away. Uh, the one after that, uh, brings you into the Nexus market, which is 14 kilometers away, but that one, you know, is guarded, uh, by automatic turrets. Uh, the unguarded entrance that you use to get out of the market and into the locks is 18 kilometers away. Um, and it puts you on the Nexus market, but closer to like on the lock side of the Nexus market. Sorry, that didn't quite make sense because the next one is the locks and then you said the next one was the nexus market but then you said the next one was on the other side of the nexus market closer to the locks so it's not a straight line so the the station oh, okay. itself <laughs> is quite like broad cool, so when cool. i'm describing these directions i'm not using cardinal directions because it's in, in space right uh, but there are a couple of different i was like trying to picture this in my head of like different different axes so like okay cool cool, cool. going so in a that. straight line to the docks is like pretty much 30 kilometers but this is this is we're talking about like a bunch of different kind of directions to take i'm mentioning these just in case it comes up for whatever reason like if something crazy happens but these next two are more or less so you know it uh you can get into the gardens it's a detour it would be out of your way but that's that's also about 18 kilometers away yeah, that one is guarded by uh turrets and a couple of gatesec operatives and you know typically a ned lid Another one, an even further detour, is to get into the promenade, which is where all the rich folks be living. Uh, and that one is just insanely stupidly guarded. It's, it would be, be foolish to even attempt unless you absolutely had to. There are two airlocks to get into the Haven, uh, which is 20 and 21 kilometers away, respectively. Those ones are, are guarded typically by a, a GateSec operative. Then there is the Works, which is kind of the manufacturing hub of the station. Uh, that one is 24 kilometers away, guarded by a turret. Uh, there's an entrance to the Naval HQ, 26 kilometers away, obviously, stupidly well-guarded. The main entrance to the dockyard is 28 kilometers away, but that one you know is typically guarded by a Reaper. However, could you make an intelligence check with a bonus dice for me? 23 success. Success, hell yeah. There is a decommissioned airlock that's pretty much exactly 30 kilometers away. You know, because it's been decommissioned, it's been sealed, so it's unguarded. So you know it has been sealed. You'll need to get in somehow. But that one will get you directly into the docks, uh, or the dockyard, I should say. Uh, And it's the farthest away, but it will bypass all of the checks between the various sections of of Gate City. So y'all can do with that information what you will. Does Glade relay any of this information to us? (laughs) I'm trying to remember it myself. The, the first one, the locks? Five kilometers. Five kilometers. Because there's that barricade up, right? Still? 
like there's a bunch of police force. Yeah, yeah, And exactly. that's on the end of the locks. So Correct. to get in and out of the locks, that has, you have to pass through that. Precisely. Okay, so we want to get past that. And you're saying that there's one that's close to the Nexus market that doesn't have a turret? Uh, there is, the yeah. There's the mentioned. one that you used, basically, when you were... You were bypassing it. So yeah. But that, and that's that brings, outside the locks? That's outside the locks yeah. in the Nexus market. That one is 18 kilometers away. 18 kilometers. Okay. Would it be a viable path to try to head there first? Well, want to head to the the, the furthest one with that one being on the way? Or are they like out of the way of each other? Uh, I would say, yeah, for sure. I would say that's, that's possible. So you I'd love to that. get to the furthest one. But I'm keeping in mind that that's really long. And so I want the one I came in before to be kind of like a backup. Yeah, for sure. To be close by. 100%. So that'd be the route you're taking. Awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, so you guys suit up in the airlock, you know, kind of depressurizes around you. My God. It's beautiful. The door hasn't opened yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> very nice. Okay. I, I agree. I might just be Do you my smell vision like going. And are you blind? I... That's rather rude, but um, vision can be an issue. Sorry, the truth hurts. He's not blind. He He's just looks down. Let's not get into labels and, and isms and pity. Thank God Piotr doesn't have Twitter. Let's just say that. Um, so I have the, the door opens. Sorry, I was being a shit. I'm not that sorry. Um, the way it's going to work is that... Uh, every, for every kilometer that you guys travel, uh, I'm going to have somebody and we'll go in sequence, roll a D 100. I'll go through the list now just so you, well, actually, no, I won't, I won't go through the list. Let's do it. Let's of do it. Of all 100, you're going to uh, give us the hundred different options are going to happen. Exactly. Okay. But 99 of them are kill Piotr instantly. <laughs> Piotr has an aneurysm. This is fair. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not actually going to read it to you because, yeah, let's, let's make it a little surprisey, boys. Uh, so you guys leave the airlock. Who here has actually been in zero G before and like hard vacuum? Lift, that makes sense. Glade. Lift and Glade, obviously. Juno, no. Not Piotr. That makes sense. How do you guys feel that your characters would respond to this the void Piotr takes like just tries to like walk into it and takes one step forward and then just the momentum starts spinning him ass over tea kettle front wise just very slowly <laughs> and he's just there going ah, ah. <laughs> but he's like pressing the calm button so other on the vac suit so other people can see, hear him be like ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just presuming it would be an open channel, but I also like that, that, that Piotr. So you know what? It is that. an open channel. Piotr doesn't know that. So we... <laughs> <laughs> Over. <laughs> He's making, I like it. Juno would have immediately <sighs> muted Piotr <laughs> as soon as she got into the, the suit and realized that there were comms. Like an Xbox live chat. Immediately. Like, absolutely, just, no, not. Abs <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. And so, well, she can't hear that, but would love to revel in kind of what a dunce he is right now. She is totally taken over by the vastness of, of space and just the darkness of it. And she is stunned looking up into the expanse. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. How is my boy Doug doing? Doug's doing fine. Doug didn't need your help suiting up as he steps out. He he reaches out um, and like 
very expertly like kind of grabs Piotr. Uh, not expertly in the sense of zero G, expertly in the sense of grabbing men. Um, but he, yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he, he grabs uh, Piotr, orients him, and then kind of gets your mag boots on and kind of sticks you to the side of the station. Ah, uh, thank you, Dad. Over. It was my pleasure. It was my pleasure, my friend. Uh, to our fearless guide, which way are we going? I'm going this way. She points a certain direction. Yeah, we can follow that. That's a direction. Sounds good. Very well. Uh, onwards, uh, com- compatriots. Over. <laughs> so Glade double checks that uh, Juno's boots are on and the tether's good. Oh, don't don't disturb me. It's amazing. It's Oxygen beautiful. is limited. Uh, exactly. So let's go. All right. Uh, sorry, what? You will die. Oh my god! Shut <laughs> up, man. You—you oh, uh, you brought me somewhere where I could die. Uh, technically speaking, we're all going to die at some point. Uh, you may I'm hide sorry. yourself from from these trees. More walky, less talky. Sorry, you brought me somewhere where I was going to die. I saw that you know, man do I like something, sh- but I Blade couldn't hear puts him. Her hand <laughs> on either side of her helmet. Mm-hmm. Like makes her like look at Glade. Uh huh. Stop talking. Follow me. No one's gonna die. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> you responded very well to that. I've never heard someone say yes, mommy, without saying yes, mommy. So, <laughs> so good. I, I feel like Juno has some of the same feeling as when she shot that gun. Like, uh, absolutely. <laughs> that barrel's definitely still warm. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so. And then, yeah, after saying that, Glade turns around and starts spacewalking. All right, spacewalking. So for the first kilometer, every kilometer you guys travel, uh, you are going to roll on this table. Elect a m- member amongst yourselves to fall on the sword and roll a D100 for me. I think our fearless guide has to roll the first D100. All right. Being the most responsible for what's happening at this point. 81. 81, okay. 81... Uh, Could you roll a 1d4 for me? Two. Two. So the way artificial gravity works is it it is generated by sci-fi bullshit. But these huge, huge... I don't fucking have any idea how you do that. Nano-leather. Nano-leather, yeah. (laughs) Nano-gravity. Yeah, (laughs) nano-gravity. Nano-gravity is... It's it's, it's a big market, you know, for sure. You get your hands on a bag of nano-gravity. Like, street value is super high. So you... As invented by Nano Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Well, it was his economic policies, you see. Well, Nano Reagan... Created the space in which it could be invented. That was it. And (laughs) Nano Reagan was, like, super opposed to uh, nano-gravity on paper, but the nano-CIA flooded the nano-streets with that in order to... (laughs) 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 Anyhow, so... These gravity generators, they function on ships. Gate City itself, even though it's obviously like pretty huge in order to generate, you know, 1G, like Earth gravity, has quite a few generators uh, working in series around the entire station to generate that 1G of gravity. Now, these gravity generators don't generate typically a very consistent field. That's why when two ships are docking in vacuum, they have to turn their gravity generators off because the two gravity fields interacting with each other can have pretty catastrophic consequences. So that being said, 
gravity fields are wonky outside of the station. Most of the time when you are clinging to the side of the station, you are going to be weightless. You're going to be in zero G. However, you will occasionally get pulled into a gravity field. As you are walking, you all go from this weightless sensation to immediately just feeling this like pull on you. Go ahead, everybody, and make a con check for me. Con check. Hard success for Glade. Hard success? Hard success for Piotr. Hell yeah. Success for Lyft. Amazing. Does anyone specific want to roll for Doug? I'll roll for Doug. I have a regular success. Hell yeah. Doug gets a 77. That 71. Is a f- 71. That is a failure. So Doug takes one point of damage. As you guys walk into this super heavy gravity field, because the, the edge of a gravity field is, you know, the gravity is, is unpredictable. Uh, he kind of walks into it uh, and then just immediately gets like kind of uh, pulled to the ground. And you just hear over the, the radio channel him him cry out like, fuck. And uh, he has taken one point of damage pretty much immediately. Doug, sir, what, what, what happened? Oh, I just, I don't know. I wasn't ready. I didn't, I didn't keep my core engaged. That's on me. Are you, uh, are you hurt? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I don't, uh, what's, I, what's hurt? I think I just sprained my wrist to try to catch myself when I fell. Ah, uh, shit. Oh. Sorry I let the team down, Lift. Fuck. Doug, my boy, gravity is a cruel mistress. You let nobody down. Let's get you up. Do not fall on your wrists again. That's what the spine is for. Fall on your back. Right. Like a turtle. Absorb all damage to my spine, Indeed. I understand. Yes. Hell yeah. Cushion the blow. Absolutely. That is good advice, my friend. Already. Or don't fall at all. That is even better advice. I hate to say it. Yeah, no. Because, I mean, no, absorb no. it into the spine unless you cannot fall. Yeah. When in doubt, don't fall at all. For sure. Yeah. I'm learning a lot today. The rest of that first kilometer passes uneventfully. Uh, the second kilometer, somebody else has to roll another D100. I volunteer as tribute. Very good. Uh, that is a 30 even. Uh, 30 even. Go ahead and roll a 1D4 for me. I'm going to reveal to you guys, between 11 and 89, you get to roll on this encounter table. That is a 1. A 1. You make it through this gravity field. Uh, there's only like a, a 1 section, so it doesn't slow you down too much. That second kilometer, you come across a section of the the station that isn't just, you know, hard siding, basically. Uh, there is a series of um, tubes, there's a bunch of tubes, and this, this kind of like like forest of, of interlocking tubes and pipes that your mag boots won't be able to grab reliably. So the best way to get over this will be to deactivate your mag boots and then float over it. So in order to pass this section... You have two options. You can make a zero-G check requiring a regular success, or you can... Oh, sorry, three options, I should say. Make a zero-G check looking for a regular success. You can try to go around it, which will cost you about an hour, or you can just take an... Or sorry, actually, it's going to probably cost you about two hours to go around it. Or you can just choose to take an hour, and everyone who's doing it immediately succeeds, like automatically succeeds. If you're willing to take your time. How long has it been so far? Uh, thus far, traveling at about 2.5 kilometers an hour. Let's just say, let's just say an hour so far for the, wait, no. For the one kilometer we've gone? No, yeah, it's been, it's been about half hour. It's been about a half hour so far. So we cross out the, all the 15 minute. 10 minute. These are 10 minute, 10 minute marks, but yeah. So you can, or you can uh, just wait until you pass the hour and then you can just cross out the whole hour if you want. 
I'd recommend going back from 12, but that doesn't matter at all, and you can do what you want. I mean, maybe just taking the hour makes sense. So what Glue would try to do would be, I mean, use her zero-G checks to get over these pipes. But what I would also be doing would be untethering Juno to myself and then tethering her to a pipe. And then I'd go over and then she'd climb over and then I attach her to the next pipe. I go over, she goes over. So okay. she's always tethered the whole time. Yeah, for sure. And that would that would definitely take about an hour to, okay, to travel cool. that way, for sure. So we yeah, we can we can so, RP that as like the way that you guys are are taking so, the hour, yeah. Yeah. So Glade is gonna do that. So the other lads can decide what they're gonna do. For sure. Glade and Juno doing this kind of tethering leapfrog. What are the what are the boys doing? Glyph gets or you don't happen to have like an extra tether on you or something. You should have a tether with your seat. Oh, Oh, that's what... The, okay, yeah. I, I thought this was it, just it a fun tale. A, it wasn't a belt to signify your rank in some sort of system. Well, I, I thought maybe it was. I, mine was blue and all of yours were red, so... Blue is for beginner. That's why it starts with a B. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> tie you up to the pipe and then we'll all walk across very slowly. Okay, so when you say you tie me to the pipe, what... That's what the tether is for. Oh, okay. Yes. Right, like connect. Again, okay. not a belt. All right, so I, I'm just I'm going to connect this tether to this pipe here. Yes, and just then do as I'm doing. Right, but you're floating yeah, in no, space. Yeah, no jumping in space, Piotr. No jumping what in Juno's space. What Juno's doing? God. Yeah, we're going to tie ourselves to the pipe, and we three are going to walk at your pace across the pipes. Okay. Yes, very important. The reason we're tethering you, your boots aren't going to work well. So that, just, that makes sense. I'm yeah. I'm. I'm rather new to boots. Uh, I know. You're, you're more used to <laughs> So this is a boot mindset? It's, it's and not twice a... as much mental load, I'll say. It's very difficult. Truly is. So focus on that boot mindset. Free yourself from the weight of boots, and we will just walk across the pipes together. I, I appreciate it. Okay, I'm ready to go. All right. I'll, I'll make sure he's all set. Then I'll make sure Doug's all set. For sure. Then I'll make sure I'm all set. Yeah, then we'll we'll saunter across. Okay. None, none of this jumping nonsense. Totally. Well, I mean, like you will have to disconnect uh, from the station a little bit, but it sounds like you guys are all taking your time being careful. 100%. So you're going to use the hour. You guys are all automatically going to succeed. Wonderful. Uh, very good. Very good. And we're now an hour and a half into this, right? You are so now used a, an hour and a half of air. used an hour and a half of oxygen. So make sure to mark that off. So 90 minutes. This is going very fast. You're going to run out of oxygen. <laughs> that was why I designed it this way. Okay, but that being said, you guys have made it your first two kilometers. Go ahead. Uh, I will say, I, I think the only two people who haven't rolled yet are Alex Juno and, and Catherine. Yeah, Juno, Juno, and Piotr. So we get to the other side, and Piotr goes, Ah, this way, I see. And that is an 80 flat. Go ahead and roll a d4. That's a four. A four. So most, I'm going to say most of the, the vac suits that you guys got, you haven't really had time to set up a lot of the, the heads up display that is kind of in the actual visor of your helmet itself. Glade, you absolutely have. And you get a moving target kind of notification, just kind of a little box identifying an object that is moving closer. You, you look closer, the optics in the visor itself kind of zoom in and you see a mini drone. Mini drones are little autonomous drones that patrol outside of the station. Uh, they're not armed, but they do look for smugglers and the like trying to get across the, uh, you know, the outside, outside the vacuum, and they will alert GateSec if it sees you. 
Good job, Pewter. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What's what's the issue? Like, how do they detect? Is it by movement? Is it have like a visual cortex? Or it, it does. Yeah, they, you know they they have like a little a little camera that they look through, a little GoPro. But it's 2902, so it's like a GoPro 6000 Hero 6000. That's on there. Yep. Hero 6000. I'm just going for the sponsorships, guys. This is for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you. And does it seem like it's coming closer to us? It's absolutely on an intercept path with you guys. Not seemingly intentionally, but it's heading towards you guys for sure. Okay. Mm, can I attach Juno's tether somewhere to the station or the ground? Uh, yeah, probably. Yes, there'd, be, there'd be a spot for you to clip in. Okay. And then I kind of crouch down. Um, I'm going to hold on to something with my left hand. And I'm, I'm going to take my whip out. Okay. I'm going to wait for the drone to get close enough. All right. Gary's just standing there, like looking straight up as the stars that this happens. Gotcha. Uh, so you haven't communicated to anyone else that the drone is coming? No. Okay. Is anyone else getting advertisements in their health? I'm, I, I seem to have two chefs, and one is saying that oranges should be supremed, and one saying they should be julienne. <laughs> you have to listen to the first chef always. <laughs> be supreme and orange. The second one seems very persuasive. I don't know. It's He's a charlatan. You <laughs> if well, they're saying all this, Glade's going to be like, everyone life. shut up for a moment. Okay. Glade, go ahead and make an intelligence check for me. And would it change your, your opinion if I told you this? the mini drone is like like flying? It's like above. It's not like walking on the surface. It's like flying above the surface. But would it be in like distance? Like, is it super high? How far does your bullwhip reach? What's your range on that? Do you know? It's 10 feet. It would definitely be higher than 10 feet. Okay. It'd be 11 feet. (laughs) 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 No, but like, for real, it'd it'd probably be like about 20 feet up or so. Okay. I fucking love the idea of an anti-aircraft whip, though. Yeah. Have you seen the, the, like, falcons? They're, like, we're training falcons to, to like, take down drones. Oh, hell yeah. So fucking. bird falcon or another? No, like a a falcon. Yeah. That's so cool. That's, like, shit. But I also hope they're not getting hurt. The drones are fine. (laughs) <laughs> they couldn't do oh that. good okay then what's the point of the falcon <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly the falcon's not doing the job okay but yeah so I don't know if that would change uh, Glade's plan at all yes because if I can't reach it then I won't be using this totally yeah um fuck I forget your name Mr. Accent I think yes. she's talking to you Doug no yeah, no, no, absolutely. no not Doug the other I'm one. here ready no, not Doug, not me. Uh, it must be Piotr then. Piotr, yeah. Yeah, uh, for the last time, my name is Assistant Associate Adjunct Tutor Probationary. No, 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 no. Um, oh, Lyft. Lyft, right. You like throwing things. I do like throwing things. We are in zero G. There's something romantic about that, though, knowing that if you threw something, it would just keep going forever. It that also wouldn't well, have much speed. that is to our advantage. Do you have anything you could throw on you? So many things. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I have rocks. Look, there's a drone coming up ahead, and we're fucked if we don't avoid it. All right. So I need you to throw something past it in its sight that it will follow it, hopefully take interest in it, and we can walk by. All right. That seems very doable. I gave Doug a gun. Doug, I need to throw your gun. <laughs> uh, Doug uh, pulls out his little thirty-eight, which was absolutely not in a pressurized uh, firearms container, and he just kind of floats it over to you. Grab that. It should be bigger than a rock, and it might actually track it. What the shot? Uh, I will do as the uh-huh. 
shot. <laughs> I will do as the uh, scary mask lady says and throw Doug's gun to distract the incoming tiny drone. For sure. Yeah, 100%. I think 0G would actually probably make throwing things more dangerous than less because they wouldn't lose momentum. It wouldn't have a trajectory, though. It wouldn't have a trajectory, no. So it would yeah. be more like straight line kind of thing, which yeah. I guess, yeah, if you're used to throwing in gravity, it could be a whole thing. I'll, but knowing that it's 0G, I'll just launch it right really through its island of sight and hopefully that it sees it cutting off the station and veers away. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, go for it. Throwing away. That is the most extreme success. That's a two. Holy oh. shit. No one Hell throws yeah. like lift. No one fucking throws like lift. God damn. Okay. I'm going to make a spot hidden check uh, for this uh, mechanical beastie. Unless it gets an extreme success, you're good. Oh, my God. No, I didn't roll an extreme success. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were lying. <laughs> yeah. Nah, uh, so... 100%. You you just huck this firearm off into the void in your heads-up display. You see the drone just kind of, like, stop, register it, and then just, like, kind of beeline towards this gun, which is going off in the opposite direction. Cool. I... Well done. That was... Retether Juno to myself. Thank you, Professor. And... Signal. Let's go. Let's keep going. I am both so upset and so thankful I am here with you, Lift. Why would you be upset? We're going to die. Only if we're out here for a long time. We're going to die. That's what Saul teaches. We all die eventually. That's why Saul's here. I'm also confused about this. Uh, you worship a religion uh, whose Wise. symbol is a man nailed to a tree. How is this the first time you're dealing with the concept of your own mortality? She's rich. Ah, oh, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> Piotr and Lyft just walk off is. nodding in their spacesuits. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was, there, was, somebody, was somebody talking? I just got him muted. Speaking. <laughs> so, Piotr. What has Piotr done with the book? Uh, so, the book, the Liberum Dementi from the Belendi estate, uh, is currently rather fetchingly filling out Piotr's crotch in the spaceship. <laughs> How did I know you were going to say that? Oh, man, I should have, and that's going to make this next bit real good. Um, He's got one of those legendary square wangs. <laughs> <laughs> and still, it doesn't make him any more attractive. <laughs> I mean, what woman would not want a cube? All right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and anyway <laughs> yep. it, it actually it, it rubs quite nicely against his underpants which are also leather um, I'm, I'm definitely also picturing the Necronomicon from the Evil Dead series where it's just full on a mouth <laughs> just, uh. that's why he looked at it and was like <laughs> I know where this is going alright so that was enough comedy let's get into the horror uh, could you Go ahead and make a sanity check for me. That was horror for me. That's fair. That's horror probably for a lot of us. That is here. a fail on a sanity check. Okay. Go ahead and roll 1d6. Four. Four. Okay. You take four points of sanity damage. The And I swear I didn't know the book was in your crotch when I wrote this. The book begins, 
to you at least emitting this rhythmic thumping. (laughs) (laughs) Are you into that? (laughs) Nobody, who likes that one? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's (laughs) (laughs) It's all about tempo. They always include that one, but... Nobody ever uses it. Come on. It's all about the scaling grade. No, no, no. I feel like, you know, I've watched enough porno to realize that the way to do kind of lingish is just incredibly incessant pressure, just <laughs> with no gradients or uh, anyway. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Just power. It's all about power. That's it. A speedboat on a lake. Just. <laughs> Oh, man. I imagine every guy who's, you know, wears those fucking pit viper sunglasses and speeds across the lake at like 8 a.m. thinks that that's how cunnilingus works. I guarantee it. (laughs) Just yelling at crotches. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so good content. Here we are. Hello, Internet. Trigger warning for a reason. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, So there is this pulsing almost like a heartbeat from the book itself and seeming, God damn it, seeming to pass through to your body. (laughs) <laughs> continue should have fucking known to be on your dick all right <clears throat> your vision is immediately even more so than it was previously drawn up to the stars uh to the rest of you you see Piotr just stop in his tracks and he just stops and looks up and there's one star in particular that you seem to pick out of this myriad, almost impossible to count field of stars. And as you focus on it, all of a sudden you feel this sense of vertigo as it almost feels like your awareness leaves your body and your mind is pulled towards that star. That star itself seems to just rush towards you as space itself seems to break apart into angry red shards. Your reality kind of like shattering around you. You take four points of sanity damage, and you are paralyzed for one hour. All you hear over the comms is Pyrrhus say, It's alive. It's all, all alive. And he stares up into the stars, and you see, you thought Pyrrhus had rigor mortis. You thought he couldn't move, but an incredible stillness. Glade keeps walking. That's unbrand. Um, Piotr is stiff. That's also unbrand. <laughs> uh, uh, Piotr, what's wrong with him? I know I, I, I know I don't like him very much, but what did he say? What um, you're tethered uh, also to me, Juno. So yeah, um, I'm just getting pulled away. Yeah, apparently it's alive. What's what? alive, friend? What's alive? There is no response from Piotr. All right. Dougie boy, we are going to tie this man to ourselves and drag him through space. Like we are a carnival ride for which he did not pay. Mm. I respect the hustle, Piotr. Let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely. You two, yeah, you tether uh, Piotr up. And I disengage his mag boots so that we can just pull him through space while he stiffens to the reality around him. (laughs) All righty. We'll say you guys continue. That was the first first kilometer, second kilometer. Uh, I believe it is Juno's turn to roll a D100. Alrighty. This is probably the most like 
gamey that this podcast has been so far. So far, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I like I like the inclusion of different mechanics. Uh Juno rolled a thirty-four. Thirty-four. Go ahead and roll a D four for me. Two. Two. This time watching for it, you guys uh, know to look, you see another high gravity field. This one it looks like knowing that you can be prepared for it, you can go through it without potentially taking any damage, but just like the readouts, especially on, on uh, Glade's HUD that has already been all set up and she's set up all of her subscriptions and signed in and everything. This one, you can see that the gravity field is is much higher, but you can walk through it. It's just you will be moving through it at half speed or you can try to zero G check over top of this little gravity bubble. Question mechanic wise. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm like zero Jane with someone or kind of for someone, like I'm trying to like help someone do it, how would that look mechanically? Like, what would I be doing at a disadvantage? Would I be doing it like? Yeah, I would say. Or it'll does it ultimately matter what they roll? It would kind of depend on what you're doing. So yeah, if if you were just using your thrusters, what I would say is actually I'm not going to actually give you disadvantage, but if you're activating your thrusters to do a zero G maneuver. Instead of it taking like 10 minutes of air, it's going to double the air. Because if, if that's if you're you're just like, well, you don't use your thrusters at all, uh, Juno, because then you know you, she might be putting you on like a weird axis or something like that. But it'll just take double the air to move the two of you. So it'll be still same zero G check. So no no dice penalty, but it'll just use more of your, your resources. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, other question. Mm. I do have an extra oxygen tank. Would I have that with me? Is that possible to carry or is that kind of something you'd have on a ship and then... I feel like just with the amount of like moving and running around that Glade has been doing, we we were kind of like, we were happy to hand wave uh, Glade having her vac suit and her go bag. I don't think she'd also be able to have a spare oxygen What about grabbing it at the shop that we're at? Like I'm saying, can I hold two at the same time? Um, You know, go ahead and highs, give me a, a highs or lows. Mm, lows. That's an 11. Hey. Uh, I'll say if you didn't ha- bring it with you, you probably would have picked one up. But the, that would have been something that, that uh, Glade probably would have done. Let's pick one up. Make a Just make a luck check for me just to see if they had one for sale. A success. A success. Okay. Yep, for sure. You can. We'll say that you could have picked one up and then brought it with you to the, to the airlock. Cool. Thanks, amigo. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to use my thrusters. All right, Juno. Yes. We're going to do a little jump. Oh, like... All you need to do is close your eyes. Okay. And be free. Oh. Oh, okay. Are we... We're going up there. Yes? Yeah. Oh, this is quite beautiful. Yes, exactly. Piotr slowly spins towards Juno and just shakes his head no. I want to get as far away from this man as possible. <laughs> Let's go, Glade. Me too. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead and make a zero G check. So this is going to use, um, this is going to be a regular maneuver, uh, and it's going to take 20 minutes of oxygen to do so. <laughs> extreme success. An extreme success? <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. On an extreme success, we'll actually, we'll negate that extra cost of oxygen. Just because that, that means that Juno, 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 sorry, Glade did that so well that there was, it was just incredibly efficient. There was absolutely no wasted thrust, perfectly calculated. So mark off 10 minutes of oxygen, an extra 10 minutes. 
Uh, but yeah, otherwise, pull it off flawlessly. Uh, du Bois. Um, has Piotr recovered from his stiffness? Uh, I would say at this point, probably not. This Piotr is still catatonic, Shit. which actually might be a, of a benefit. It might be. It does seem like an advantage. All right. <laughs> Doug, Piotr is still stiff as a brick. We are going to have to jump as well. I'm not very good at jumping. Are you good at jumping? I've done it before, but it's been a long time. Okay, Dougie boy. You're on point for this one. We have to get you, me, and Piotr across this bubble of hate. Because if we fall into the bubble of hate, Piotr will surely shatter his back. Yes. But that's a good thing, though, right? Didn't you say... to an extent, you know, you want to disperse the load across the spine. His whole body is essentially one big spine right now because of the stiffness, the rigidity. He would shatter like a pane of glass. Ah, that's lucky. Especially considering his age. Yes, no, that is true. He is incredibly old. Yes. You had your hand raised before? I, I... <laughs> just, I was meta gaming, trying to figure out if we could just push Piotr through <laughs> the field, and he would just slowly, <laughs> like tumble, and then we could meet him on the other side. <laughs> but Lyft did make some compelling arguments against that. <laughs> All right. You guys, yeah. So Doug comes up to you and he says, "All right." So my understanding, this is kind of like a rescue maneuver. Uh, we should, we should tether each other. It's been so long since I practiced this. Yes, I you and I should be tethered. Yeah. But then we act as the thrust to move Piotr through space yeah. over this dome. Very gravity. good. Have you, have you, do you have any zero G training? Not really. No, I'm. It's hard for me to remember, Doug. You know, but my inclination is this: one time I was in space. Smart. That's all I got. That's all you need. Let's do it. All right. Fuck it. I like your confidence, Doug. Uh, and he, he immediately starts, like, doing some math and watching Glade's obviously, like, effortless, perfect leap through Zero-G. And, you know, he pulls up the, the little computer that's kind of on the sleeve of his uh, of his vac suit. And he seems to start to do some, like, calculations. And uh, so, can you just double check this for me? I'm going to give you the option of you can either roll Zero-G with a bonus dice uh, with Doug helping you. Or Doug can roll zero G with a bonus dice from you helping him. I would much rather have Doug roll it. I have no skill in zero G and I don't know what the bonus would be for that. So Doug should roll for sure. Okay. Could you roll the D10? That's this one that's got the two digits on it. Absolutely. It's a five O like the popo. All right. Doug also fails. Shit. So uh, you guys go to jump and, and Doug is like, okay, okay. Match, match my thrust. Ready? And Peter as you guys go, uh, Doug's arm just with a little squeeze right before they go. Exactly. And you can see him just go, ah! and then immediately just kind of like gooses a bit too much thrust into it. You guys are traveling in the right direction, but you immediately start doing this like crazy corkscrew spin. Oh, dear. How high up are they? Uh, they are a little bit higher than you went. Uh, you can kind of like. How many feet? Uh, feet. Let's say 50. Oh, fuck. All right, uh, we're going to take evasive maneuvers. We already are. We're doing what am I saying? Bit. We need to take corrective <laughs> maneuvers. Yeah, let's do the opposite. We require assistance. Uh, back down to ground. We're getting tangled in Piotr cords. Piotr, uh, yeah, Doug is, is instantly going to be like, okay, 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 shit, 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 shit. So you guys have already spent 10 minutes of oxygen. What I'll do is you can both make 
zero G checks, or let's do it this way actually instead, because you would probably just rather help Doug in this, in this scenario, because Doug actually does have some skill in zero G. If you are willing to spend more oxygen for every 10 minutes of oxygen you spend, I will give you another bonus dice. To the, a cap of 100. And this would be helping Duck. Yeah, it would be helping you all. Helping basically. helping the, the boys, the lads, the trust. Exactly. All right. Yes, I'm burning oxygen. Just like, tr- you know, apes with, with fire. We're burning it. <laughs> um, yes, I, I will burn 20 minutes. Okay, so, two, so go ahead and roll two additional bonus your, yeah, your uh, hundreds die twice. That is a 10. A 10. That's, holy shit. Doug also got an extreme success, like, Let's pretty much right away. Go. On that, so you burn 20 minutes. I do. I Let's will, say, I will knock that off. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that. Doug, uh, you guys both immediately, you managed to kind of correct. Glade, as you kind of, like, look back over your shoulder at them, you can just see them, like, just pissing oxygen. Like, you just see this, like, like cloud of, like, oxygen just immediately, like, freezing around them, but they do manage to correct their course, and are now uh, gliding to a stop. So it was 10 minutes to get going. Uh, I'm not going to be mean and say it's 10 minutes to stop, 10 minutes of oxygen to stop. Uh, we'll just say that you guys succeed because made you hemorrhage enough oxygen. So that was the end of the second kilometer, I believe. So go ahead and mark off uh, another hour of oxygen in addition to what you've already spent. That was the second kilometer? I thought that was third. I kilometer. thought that was the third. That was the there. third kilometer, he said. Uh, wait, no, no, shit. I thought that was the fourth kilometer. What? Oh, fuck, I'm having so much trouble. Lay the tape track. back. It was Brian. the eighth kilometer. <laughs> <laughs> it's 30 kilometers. Yeah. We've made it. We've made it already. <laughs> Those minor obstacles were nothing. Uh, Anyways, the uh, stars aren't all right at gmail.com. Let us know what kilometer we're on. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be putting up a poll on Twitter. Let us know how far we've traveled. Instagram, Twitter, I don't know if we're on Facebook. That's only for old people. And I presume our Australian viewers are all young and influential. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are now the uh, the number 77th ranked improv podcast in Australia. Briefly, number I 29. we were 29. We yeah. were 29, but then we we fell. We just fell. One of our viewers died. Yeah. It was a tragedy. <laughs> he was the guy who was just streaming episode one on repeat. Yeah. We went from 29 to 70. It's because we don't have enough content. Episode two coming to you next week. Exactly. <laughs> but well, this will come out. <laughs> this is episode four. <laughs> yeah, we're going to re-release episode two. Uh, yeah, one week after. Uh, we're professionals. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's re- let's think about it this way. First was the gravity well. Then we had the uh, zero-G section, the pipes. Then we had the drone. Mm-hmm. And this was another gravity well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so that's this the one, end of kilometer four. That's the end of kilometer four. Okay, so there if we, we have spent no oxygen doing anything else, how much oxygen should we have lost if we're moving at 2.5 kilometers an hour? Well, I'm actually going to just round it up. I would say you would have spent two hours of, of oxygen so far. Okay. Oh, shit. So, and that's without factoring in all, any maneuvers or anything else you guys have done. Because okay. I didn't have to spend any extra. So I had to spend 10 eight. minutes. That was oh, I did. Okay, so I did. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So you just didn't have to spend the extra to haul Juno along. Right. Because right. we had so far an expenditure of half an hour and then an hour you, for the first kilometer yeah. and then the next kilometer and then the kilometer after that. Juno, you should have 10 hours. And then on this particular kilometer, like myself, yeah. Doug, and my specifically myself and Doug expended an additional... 30 minutes of oxygen 
10 for takeoff, and then I expended 20 minutes for evasive or corrective maneuvers. Correct. Yeah. So I'm at 2.8 hours of oxygen expended. You've got it. Neato burrito. Alrighty. So you guys have now made it. I am going to just quickly change the sheet because I realize this is actually going to take us quite a fucking long time. If I if I don't, I'm going to change the table a little bit to make it a little bit less, you know, murdery. You making something less murdery is unheard of. <laughs> He's still going to kill us. He just wants to kill us quicker. Yeah, that's it. I, I want to, yeah, in more in more spectacular ways. That will bring us to kilometer five. So you guys all group up again upon landing at kilometer five you know there is another airlock back into the locks this is the last airlock you guys are going to have for 13 kilometers is piotr flaccid yet piotr you are now yeah becoming flaccid you are now becoming flaccid (laughs) everybody sees piotr just desperately moving things around in his vac suit like trying to get this book away from him Um, (laughs) no no and he says, is, is Juno there? Is she listening? Left. Yeah, no, no, I'm here, Piotr. Um, she can hear, this is an open channel. Tell her. Okay. I need to talk to her. Did you hear that, Juno? Uh, sorry, your holiness. Unfortunately, I did. Later, Juno. Later. Sounds I like will... a date to me. <laughs> You Sparks are in the air. <laughs> I can feel it. We were never going to. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. So you guys are you're bypassing this airlock? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're continuing on. Hell yeah. And that's what will go on your tombstone. So uh, Wait, can I, I we... have asked, where are we going? To an airlock. How far is it? I I presume these have limited air in them 13 kilometers very well Alrighty. whoever would like because now i believe everyone has rolled go ahead and roll another d100 for me i'll go again 88 an 88 we are all about the 80s you guys are uh 89 is Video what you needed to get out of the encounter table uh, running up uh go ahead and roll a d4 for me four four do 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 another mini drone approaching now that being said because you guys are near where an airlock is it's not like flat station side right like there there are you know little uh kind of valleys artificial valleys you know where pipes and shit are fucking going under shit you know what i mean you can hide you can hide places what i'm getting at picture like a i don't know an industrial level in a first person shooter it's like that it's like that can you guarantee another distraction we got another almost certainly but i'm out of gun yeah nothing else i have rocks and a large knife, but that's the only one I have. I don't want to throw it. How big of a rock? A pebble size. It's very shiny, though. Does anyone else have a gun? I might have procured a firearm. What? See, this is where Faith comes into play. She felt the words of Saul penetrate her brain, and she Fucking said, I will buy gun. a gun. Do Faith. not throw my gun. Faith, <laughs> I require your your gun. I will not give you my gun. Why not? It's I'm effectively uh... shooting it. I can't believe you guys just have a pile of pistols that you're zocking, <laughs> literally throwing into space. <laughs> the best distraction I have, it's all I know. Look, she should not have a gun. Lift, I, I am not giving you my gun. I, I have... Uh... What if I trade you? I'll give you a rock. A shiny rock. <laughs> 
I have an MRE, but it's it's inside my vac suit. That well, we can't really All right. open that. Glade looks around for somewhere to duck. Yeah. Faith, last chance. Uh, I need shot. Sure. It does look like there is no a, gun. Uh, Do you have a, a Bible? Something outside your suit I can throw. I, I do have a Bible. I require the word of God. It will save us. <laughs> Bible or gun? This is a crossroads for Juno. Bible or gun? Oxygen and time are ticking, please. Juno hands him the Bible. <laughs> I take Bible and I throw it at the drone. Make a throw check. Uh, Pure just gonna hide in the meantime. Okay. And yeah, Glade starts pulling Juno towards a place to hide. That okay. is a success. Success. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make stealth checks for me. Um, that was just a regular success. Just a regular. Okay. Just gotcha. a regular success. Fail. Fail. That is a hard success for Pure stealth check. Hard success. Okay. Uh, Juno, go ahead and make a stealth check for me as well. I got a success. A success. Okay. So one fail, hard success, success. And then you are throwing. I'm throwing. So what we're going to do is we're going to, first we're going to do a contest. We'll see if those matter. Those stealth checks matter because we're going to contest a spot hidden check from the mini drone with your throw check. So he has to beat a regular success. He got just a regular success. So on a tie, hmm, I did say he had to beat a regular success, but Mm -hmm. I did just make that up in my brain. So let's. let's Your words are canon. Are they now? No, wait, now? no, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not have that happen. Uh, let's just do rollies. Let's just do Ooh. whoever gets whoever gets uh, lowest on a D100. I'm not even going to look at it. Fuck yeah, I'm not going to look at it either. Yeah, you ready? Then the rest of this podcast on, will big be boy. staring at each other. <laughs> they are staring deep into each other's eyes. Ryan, what did he roll? Ah, I got him. Uh, <laughs> that's a power move. I rolled. I rolled a fifty-eight. We have a sixty-five. Shit! <laughs> Shit! Oh god, that was close. That's actually very close. You huck the Bible, and uh, <laughs> you can see the the drone kind of like in your heads-up display, which I imagine by this time you would have kind of like optimized a little bit anyway. You can see it kind of like look at the Bible, like track it, uh, but then immediately scan back to where it is obviously kind of calculated in its dumb little robot brain uh, where the Bible is coming from. Um, is it because the drone's Mormon? And it's just like, that's not the real thing. Yeah, it's, that's not the word of, of Joseph Smith, I want to say. Yeah, um, exactly. That's it. Mormon drones. That's uh, that's how the future be. Um, We're fucked. Terrified. <laughs> it is terrifying. We're so fucked. The future is dark. Drones constantly at your door. <laughs> have you heard the word of our Lord and Savior? Hello. Have you heard the word of our Lord and Savior? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I wanted right. everybody to know that was not sound modified. Yeah, yeah. That, that was just straight up Tom. That's the talented individual who can speak like Microsoft Sam. <laughs> That's very true. That's why that is why we call you the throat goat. Is there <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh... Nano Reagan, more like Nancy Reagan. <laughs> hey, oh, zinga. Anyways, we're fucked. <laughs> so, Glade, you are kind of like monitoring this drone as you're trying to get to cover. Um and we'll say your failed stealth check is because you realize that this drone has now like kind of cued in on where the uh, the Bible was thrown from brand new sentence and you're realizing that this drone is coming towards you it doesn't seem to have like fully acquired you visually but it is you're within like seconds of that happening what are you doing is it still really far away it is pretty far away but what are you thinking tell me what you're thinking 
want to use my bullwhip. You want to use your <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Blade throws her bullwhip. No. Uh, <laughs> just like hucking all of your possessions into space. Hell yeah. Equip the investigator in the keeper's handbook. Warning, your players might huck all of their possessions into space. We'll just randomly hit Bibles and guns when we're like flying <laughs> later. Yeah, yeah that, that's coming Throwing back. the entire state of Tennessee at the strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys did have a copy of the U.S. Constitution, though, honestly, it would be like fair. Fair is the next thing to throw. We're going to steal the declaration. Does Doug have a, <laughs> does Doug have a ball of moonshine we can chuck at it, too? <laughs> Actually, probably. And he just has it outside of his vac suit. Of and course. he keeps like... It can, into his visor as he keeps trying to drink it. Oh god, this is problematic. (laughs) I did not foresee uh, this. I cannot make the liquids into my body. (laughs) Oh man, I I will surely die of dehydration. (laughs) Do we actually have to make a new clock for? For Doug and him going sobering into, up, yeah, yeah sobering <laughs> up, and then going into withdrawal. You got to do a thing. You could okay if you want to like super anime move, like zero g jump at the fucking drone and try to bullwhip it out of space. You know I'm gonna let you do that, <laughs> uh, obviously. But I would say that would be a hard maneuver to go fast enough and hard enough uh, to basically get to it before it could like send the alert to the station so you need a hard success on a zero g check and then you still have to make your brawl check to to do it or if anyone has a pressurized casing for their gun they could just try to shoot at it i don't have a bow whip but i have knives i can just throw more things at it for sure you did just do a throw check so i will need something from somebody else to like do something to set you up for that I'm waiting to see what happens. I, I just threw a Bible. Right. Surely God is on my side. Sorry, you had knives to throw the I, entire time. This is time. what yeah. I'm stuck on. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Quick, Juno, give me a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> well, knives are very small, you see. Wouldn't really catch it. Lawless. Lawless logic. Would, would if you threw a book in space, would, would it, it like op- flutter? Yeah, I would it flutter so, and right? open up? No, because there's no air resistance. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's like air resistance necessarily that make it open. It probably depend on which part of it you threw it from. Because if you threw it from the spine, then like the inertia and momentum might like exert on it a certain way that might like cause it to open. But I like he just grabbed one cover it and then threw it and that's why it opened and he was like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oops. That was not the way to throw something in a space. <laughs> so yeah, what are you guys doing? I think Glade and I are hiding. It's the first time in either of our lives where we're looking at each other like, hmm, good idea. So you three, you three could potentially hide. We need if, a distraction. Well, Wait, do I still have an opportunity to hide? Even though I still failed at stealth. You failed, but he got a hard success, and uh, Juno got a regular success. So I'd say that kind of covers you. So you could still like do something and then get to the hiding place. No, still count it as a success, if that makes sense. Okay, still try to hide. Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay, go ahead and make another stealth check for me then. Lift. I'm going to give you the option. You can try to huck something at this. Uh, fucking micro drone nano drone if you will um <laughs> or you can try to hide but mm. it's that's your you're down to the wire you can do one or the other i'm not as good as hiding as i am at throwing i'll i'll go back to old reliable produce an actual weapon this time and not something large enough to distract the visual cortex of a, a being 
and aim, uh, go for the kill on the little drone. I'll use a medium knife. A medium knife. Uh, first off, a Bible knife? is a weapon against ignorance and sin. So. <laughs> yes, well, I presume this droid is free of sin. Clearly, it ignored the Bible. Um, uh, yes. Well, let me pull up medium knife. Technically, medium knives aren't supposed to be thrown, but seeing as how we're in space... Yeah, you're in space, 100%. Uh, a medium knife is 1d4 plus 2 plus db, or bonus damage. I don't know if you have a bonus dice, or bonus damage. damage I, don't, bonus. I, I do not, because of my size. My bonus damage is zero, yeah. so it's 1d4 plus 2. Gotcha. So usually at the range it is, you would get a penalty dice. However, you are in zero g, so I am going to not give you that penalty dice. I would also like to activate my combat cortex... To get a bonus dice. To get a bonus dice. Hell yeah. Okay, spend your magic points. Uh, magic points, by the way, regenerate at about one an hour-ish. So if it's... If you're curious, if you spent magic points and you're like, I don't know how long it's been, ask me and we'll make up some bullshit. I presume since the last time I used it, it, it it's recovered. I didn't expend many magic points to do so last time. Fair enough. Uh, so, here we go. Oh, mother dearest. That's an extreme success. Holy shit. That's a crit. So on a crit, you get the maximum possible damage, which in this case is six, and then you roll and you add that again to the damage. Booyah! So a d4 in this case? Uh, Yeah, d4 plus two. That is a five total. Holy shit, so that's 11 points of damage. Yes. Nice. You, uh, watching this thing, you kind of like, what does the medium knife look like? So I always pictured my large knife to be more of a kukri type thing. Hell yeah. You know, something I can hold in reverse grip very comfortably. For sure. Um, my medium knife, unlike my throwing knives, which I presume to be like that of a throwing knife, you know, very not small and narrow. I presume my medium knife to be more of a double-edged combat knife, sim- similar to something that, you know, like a K-bar knife, mm. but double-edged, you know, something gotcha. that could have better properties of throw. Yeah, for sure. That's how I always picture Totally. So you just kind of like line that up and then uh, the HUD interacting with your cybernetics uh, is kind of like this interesting thing. There's this weird double image for a second. It's like basically two different artificial things are trying to like enhance your vision for a moment uh, before you correct and you throw the knife and your HUD immediately just zooms in and is like tracking the knife as it's like tumbling through space and it perfectly impales the camera of this uh, this drone and you just see it uh, immediately stop as the two momentums meet as the drone just kind of breaks apart and it's bits and pieces just kind of like floating through space as you've completely destroyed it. Alright, I go to wipe the blood from my nose and you hear a across the glass of my helmet. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, that's not going to happen again, most likely. Good shot. Thank you. I throw things. That was an extremely good throw. I still don't understand why you're called lift instead of throw. because I, I love I've... people. Oh. That's money. what we guessed anyway. Yeah, no. Um, uh, sticky fingers, lift. Right. Bit of a kleptomaniac. That, hence okay. the shiny rocks. Good to know. Do yeah, the sticky no, fingers help with the throwing? It does. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. No further questions. <laughs> Your honor. Defense rest. Adjourned. Is this something that you want to work through? My with ability me and... to throw like a badass? No. I don't think he needs to work through that. Now's not the time for therapy. Come on, Juno. Start pulling her along. I think you might need some therapy. 
I love this yes, idea that like Juno is just being taken for a walk, like a particularly <laughs> recalcitrant yeah. Juno, dog. Come, <laughs> come, Juno. Come. This is this is too too similar to my real life, where I am just a golden retriever human <laughs> that loves to just follow along. Oh, he's like you know poops in the most inopportune places. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, on that note, go ahead and mark 30 minutes off of your oxygen and uh, make the roll for your second kilometer. Whoever I'm pretty sure we're kilometer six now. Yep. You said second. But I meant like of this chunk. I just <laughs> for did it poorly. Sixth okay. kilometer. I'll roll for yep. this one. Superior recovers some of his composure and takes a step towards the next next platform. That's a 19. A 19. Hell yeah. Uneventful kilometer. Go ahead and mark off another half an hour. Um, just for you, Keeper, I am removing one of my three medium knives from my inventory. Thank you for that. I appreciate your honesty. And so we're now seven kilometers in? Yes. All right. Whoever wants, make another D100 roll. I can do that. Glad I don't suppose we'll be taking a, a rest anytime soon. We're not. I was trying to roll a D4. <laughs> <laughs> like, this one's very pokey in my hand. Nice, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. What's is it 69? Nice? Of yeah. course it's 69. <laughs> yeah, nice. nice. And I thought I'd be under. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll 2d4 and take the better results. By Do better, I have advantage mean... because it's 69? Yeah. Yeah, baby. But there, the joke is that there is no better result because it's all bad things. Well, they're both three. <laughs> they're both three. Amazing. <laughs> Everyone feels a book appear in their pants. <laughs> oh, God. Lethal radiation. You guys, uh, as you are uh, continuing on, you do see what looks like a series of vents. Uh, you're... All of your heads-up displays immediately light up that area and identify that as an area of lethal radiation. Basically, just kind of like from the the generators, uh, the the reactors of the station, they just pump it out into space. Which you know, not really a problem if you're in a spaceship, but if you're in a vac suit, and your vac suits do have some like radiation protection built into them, but just not this much. Basically, so you have the option of going around it on foot. Probably be about an hour. If I had to guess. There's no way for us to know for sure. Or you can make a zero G check, regular success to try to jump over it. Zero G. Zero G. <laughs> Says the person who can zero be literally dragged G. through zero G. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out great for me last time. This is true. You know what they say, boys. These boots were made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. I'm going to agree with Lyft here. I, they, they paused the cooking show I was watching uh, to bring me an important safety announcement with respect to these vents and it says they're bad <laughs> i <laughs> i think we should go around it's very targeted tv <laughs> i love it piotr's uh you're gonna find out later that piotr's vac suit has just been like came preloaded with like hundreds of hours of home and living podcasts <laughs> and uh <laughs> welcome back to hgtv <laughs> <laughs> nano hgtv <laughs> no, HGTV. will this joke oh, ever get old uh, oh it got old episode too. <laughs> you guys like Martha's space words? I, uh... <laughs> I'm here with my friend Snoop Dogg. Nano Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Glade has a, a little bit of a bad feeling about it and so she's going to walk around. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, so mark off an hour this time. What are we at? I personally are at no, 5.3 hours. hours of expended oxygen. I have expended four hours of oxygen. 
What? Yes, because I have not used any. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at four hours. If you haven't expended any extra, then you should be at four hours. Yeah. Okay, so I'm four hours and two minutes then. I've done my math wrong. I've only expended it. I think you might be a half hour ahead of us. So I would take a half hour off of what you've expended. Yes. You should be at 4.8. Alrighty. That was kilometer eight. Uh, Go ahead and roll for kilometer nine. Do you know? Oh, wait. No, you just did that one, right? Okay. I think. Lift. It's not my turn, I think. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Eight. Woo! Eight. Hell yeah. Uneventful. Mm. Uneventful Mm. kilometer. Mm. Go ahead and mark 30 minutes off. Yeah. Yeah, boy. All right. Don't Blade, all I'm saying is we must yeah, have boy. Oh, that's going on <laughs> social media. Sorry, go ahead. Blade, all I'm saying is we must have gone very far and we're very tired and I need to talk to Juno. Maybe we can have a rest soon. Nah, you're not going to talk to Juno. I cannot make... till we're out of zero G. Okay. 34. 34. Hey, you know what? Just for fun, you know what be fun for you to do? Yeah. And just roll a D4. Oh, dang. <laughs> just like do I it. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, wave like, same way. Two. A two. Another gravity field. You guys know the options, I think, at this point. Uh, How extreme does it. the gravity field look? Uh, it looks uh, reasonably extreme. Uh, <laughs> for being honest, what? That's uh, in reasonably uh, extreme. 20- it doesn't look extremely reasonable. <laughs> no, it does not. Rather be uh, be uh, it's worth noting too that in uh, in the year twenty nine oh two, that is the most popular flavor of Doritos. Uh, is extremely reasonably reasonable. extreme uh, Cool Ranch. Reasonably extreme Cool Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> extreme Ranch. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, it took on a different meeting since the Cool Ranch Wars. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> when the ranch was at an all-time low. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so you're going to jump it? Yeah. Uh, like, taking your golden retriever preacher for a ride? I want to go for a ride. <laughs> Uppies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go for a Juno car ride. Juno looks at Glade and just wags her whole body. <laughs> <laughs> Can I shoot my gun now? <laughs> no. You're never going to shoot that gun. I am going to shoot the gun. I can do what I want. I am an adult, and I am a faith. You can tell me what to do. I can steal the gun from Girl, what I've been doing to you this past five hours. She would never know. I will know. You wouldn't. I'd replace it with a melon. A melon and a gun are barely similar. Anyways, you like this part. Close your eyes. Zero G check. So, unless you get another extreme success, it's going to be 20 minutes of oxygen to expend. Extreme success? Yeah. Fuck yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, 10 minutes of oxygen. Uh, as much as... And we both says. orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Doug, how are you feeling about jumping? Uh, Just by the forces of gravity. Or zero. Yeah. The motion in zero gravity. <laughs> the motion of the not yeah, <laughs> it means small craft advisory. I know, I know, I know. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yoder goes and grabs Doug's forearm in the exact same place he grabbed it right before they jumped last time, and looks at Doug in the eyes and goes, "Don't throw me up there. I won't go." When you say throw you. Like, we didn't throw you last time. We kind of just, like, carried you. Were you were so hard. Yeah, you were incredibly hard. I don't want to go. Will you walk? Yes. Will you run? As best I can. Okay, so we're going to walk. 
Okay. I'm not going to leave a man behind. It goes against everything I was taught, I believe. Totally. And as you guys agree to walk around, he squeezes Doug arm twice and goes, Thank you. And starts walking. Oh, no, no, no. We're walking through. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And starts walking, but slower. Yeah. And Race yourself. Heavier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because um, walking around would completely separate us from them, right? True. Walking through... Go ahead and make con checks for me. All right. I'll say if you get if you get harder, better successes, then extreme success. Ext- oh fuck, that's really good. I am gonna spend one luck point to make that a success. Doug rolled a one. <laughs> We're hard as fuck. You guys boy. are so fucking we hard. We are hard as fuck. Holy shit! Gravity yeah. ain't shit. <laughs> Jumping's for bitches. We just go through. <laughs> <laughs> Literally so in this game. <laughs> uh, you guys so Glade, another flawless maneuver. Uh through Zero G, you you hear this chatter uh, on the open radio channel and you look back and you just see the boys just like stomping through <laughs> just like you know smoke on the water playing like dun 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 uh <laughs> Can we license that? Can we use that? Yeah, let's use that. Fuck it. I'll record it. Who gives a shit? Fuck it. Doug looks like he's on a catwalk. Like, he <laughs> looks good. <laughs> Hips a swing. Yeah, 100%. It's part of my training. Uh, you, yeah, you guys make it across. No problem. Uh, go ahead, everyone, and mark off uh, another 30 minutes. Uh, sorry, just a very, a side, a side note thing that doesn't need to be uh, what was the name of the store that we bought everything from? Suits are us. Thank you. You are quite welcome. I'm just trying to write down some names of things I can create. I'm into it. I do have more. I have images to create. Hucking a Bible at a drone. <laughs> <laughs> Mormon drone. <laughs> Suits are us. Uh, nice. Amazing. Also, Nano Reagan. Creating a space for innovation and nanogravity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. In case you need to know why I'm quiet sometimes, it's because I'm thinking about this bullshit. Amazing. I mean, I feel like bullshit is the name of the game. I, too, am always thinking about Nano Reagan. <laughs> he lives forever in our hearts. 87. 87. Good fucking God. All right. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a d4 for me. To see how many drones show up? <laughs> yeah, exactly, to see how many, yeah. Come on, four. Another mini drone comes. <laughs> Son of a bitch! In my head, this is the same drone. It's yeah, it's, it's, coming coming it's, it's been the same drone this whole time, exactly. It just no, like I keeps killed one. One is dead. No. Right, but it converted right before it died, so that was, you know, born Crazy, again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's true, yeah. No, that no. What actually happens is you see half a drone just like towards <laughs> you, yeah. uh, and it's hard for you to tell from this distance, but it seems bent on revenge. Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> it's a normal it's a normal drone. <laughs> it's hard to tell through your HUD, but this one has malice in its camera. <laughs> yeah, your HUD actually identifies that. It's yeah. current mood malice. Uh, yeah. What are you guys doing? Anywhere to hide? Yes, 100%. There are places to hide, for sure. Let's try again. I'll say because you guys, unless you want to try some, like you have other religious texts or firearms to throw. <laughs> uh, Not any I'm willing. One in the same. One in the same. One in the same. Yeah, I mean, well, I think we're a few, 
longitudes north to believe that, but um, the because we're in Canada and in America, they believe that. You can tell us a funny joke because I had to explain it. <laughs> I'm going to say, thanks, buddy. There we go. <laughs> Here for the team. You know? My armpits were just so sweaty, like right then. Holy shit. <laughs> they always are. They, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But that's Wet just man. because I'm happy to see you. Because you guys are seeing it coming, uh, I'm going to, if you guys are all just diving straight for cover, I'll give you a bonus dice on your stealth checks. Because you've just dealt with so yep. many fucking mini drones yep. at this point. Get to cover. Lift being a klepto does not actually like throwing his thing. Orlando Bloom pops out and is just like, Crowbine from Dunland, and then he asphyxiates. Hard success for me. Hard success? Okay, sweet. That counts as two. Uh, hard, uh, wait. You did Extreme success. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That counts as at least two, we're going to say. So you pretty much have the group covered, but success. you guys might as well route. Hmm? Success? Success. Holy shit. I'm sorry, I was distracted. What are we doing? You're uh, rolling stealth. Check. Roll. Stealth. Prides herself on being a note taker, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was distracted taking notes. Uh, <laughs> Ronald Reagan says, roll a <laughs> That is not Dan. That's Reagan. not Reagan at all. No, who's that? That's, um, and it doesn't matter. That's, I fail. Who is that? You fail. Okay. Yeah. Hard, extreme, regular success. You're fine. Um, I, I hide along so for the well. Ride. For the Once ride. again, I hide so ride. well, like just in the shadows and using the colors and textures behind me that I block the view of Faith behind me. Absolutely, yeah. it's because you're so pale and you just blend in. <laughs> the <laughs> paleness shines through the spacesuit. <laughs> like. What it is is that uh, Piodor is inherently such a void that it's almost indistinguishable <laughs> from the space behind him. Uh, yeah, no problem. You guys hide, uh, we'll say, like, in a little air vent, because um, they have those in space, and you, yeah, mini drone just putters overhead, makes the Jetsons vehicle noise as it does so. Does it make a little, like, circular smoke things behind it as it goes? Like, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're not fucking around here. It obviously makes little circular smoke things around so behind it. so many fucking drones. This is incredible. It is incredible, yeah. It's almost like you guys have a 25% chance of rolling that every time you do it. <laughs> they, they must be looking for something. They must be looking for me. No. Somebody must okay. know I've disappeared. They might be able to help us. Do you think? Well, if you recall, there uh, was an angry armored man who tried to shoot you in the face. Oh, I do. We did happen to um, commit certain acts of... <laughs> Well, what is terrorism, really? You Actually, know? you know what? I don't know why. It must be because of you two, okay? Yeah. I was picking up Juno here, and pretty sure it's because of you two we got into all this shit. Uh, sorry, did you or did you not shoot a reaper in the head? Because it started coming after us for no reason. I'm not sure the I, Navy sees those kind of distinctions, to be perfectly honest. And and in a in a... Uncharacteristic moment of true self-reflection. Uh, Piotr goes, "Well, I'm pretty sure it wasn't after me." <laughs> <laughs> I was so hopeful for that statement. Oh, it is avoided. Okay, guys, go ahead and mark I'm another thirty to. thirty minutes off if you haven't already. It should be thirty minutes and ten. Minutes as well because we just argued for ten. Minutes. <laughs> Why are you? Do you want to ask ten minutes? Have any homework yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah. So because I am the extra homework. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We are six hours and forty minutes in uh, to this recording session. Yes, it feels that way. Certainly. <laughs> Wait. What? Really? 
Also, I realized I did that. a Nixon I'm impression confused. and not a Reagan. Yeah, impression. that's a Nano Nixon. Yeah. Nano no, Nixon. I feel term. like it would be Giga Nixon. <laughs> if it's Nano Reagan, it would be Giga Nixon. <laughs> Giga Nixon. <laughs> Fucking hell Our yes. audit. I have five hours and 40 minutes. Same. I have six hours. Okay, I should be at five hours. Well, I burned extra oxygen with Doug. Right. Burned extra oxygen, and you also haven't burned as much because you've been getting uh, towed I, around. I should by have roughly Glade. thirty minutes more expenditure than the rest of you, and I'm at six hours. Excellent. Okay. Six hours in. So you all should have. And I've done twenty minutes more. So you should have because be of two at jumps. Five point seven hours. Uh, I'm at six hours total, or five point seven five, and you guys should be at that. Yeah, we're at. Five forty sounds good. Yeah, five forty. Yep. Okay. I was gonna make a joke about how this is compelling content, but for real, like I'm loving this. I'm just like, yeah, count your minutes of oxygen, <laughs> dance, <laughs> little <laughs> puppets. Okay, All right, I'm rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three. No, that's thirty. Uh, thirty. Thirty works. Thirty is the upper limit of kilometer passed uneventfully. Perfect. So that is Wahoo. eleven kilometers. Uh, yep, that'll be eleven kilometers. Okay, and another half hour gone. Correct. All right. Anybody else want to roll or should I keep going? I'd like to roll. I oh. want to roll. I want to roll dice. Here it goes. I love rolling dice. Yay. I want that to be my ringtone. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Yay. Hell yeah. Fourteen is another uneventful kilometer. Thank you. Go ahead. That and... is my only good roll for the day. Goodbye. <laughs> Catherine just leaves. <laughs> Hell yeah. Come on, do it again. That brings us to kilometer 12. Yes. Yes. I'm on it. What's the exact opposite of what she did? No, I'm joking. It's an 83. Oh, my God. How much? How much? 83. 83. Go ahead and roll a D4 for me, my guy. One, okay, one. drone, roll you silly bitch. Roll another Come four. Back, I dare Do it. You. Fuck it. That dice is gone forever. Here's <laughs> another one. <laughs> it's a three. It's a three. Lethal radiation. That was the first one? It was a one. It was a one. Oh, it was a one. No, no, no. No, it was, it not. was a three. Okay. But the first one that was lost forever and then recovered. Is, well, well. I see. Okay, well... Lethal radiation it is, guys. Great. So options are zero G-check to go over, go around it on foot, hour either way. I'm, I'm going Okay, ahead. everyone. I'm not sure how we keep on having intriguing dialogue when faced with the same situation over and over. <laughs> Let's have some type of deep discussion that reveals things about our characters' preferences and backstory, and then walk around the radiation. <laughs> We're going uh, up again, Juno. I'm not jumping. I'm not, not doing it either. Absolutely not. I'm walking around. We'll walk around. <laughs> I like that Glade would rather like like plunge into the abyss <laughs> than have a deep conversation with any of these people. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Zero G check. But we could talk about trauma. <laughs> <laughs> That's a success. Success. Okay. Let's go ahead and do 20 minutes of oxygen. Uh, the boy's just taking an hour to walk around. Uh, I, I don't I don't want to spend any more oxygen. I feel safer walking around. The yeah, I'm walking around. Fair enough. If we remember the people on Chernobyl who flew over in helicopters still died of radiation poisoning. I'm sorry. I don't study communist history. I, <laughs> you get infected when you do those things, you know. With radiation? With Chernobyl. Chernobyl Prize. What? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It was a moment of weakness. I don't know what came up. It was communist sickness you were talking about. I apologize. Okay. All righty. 
So <laughs> that's this the... is what funding for the arts does. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it confuses people. So just for the record, the lads have to mark off an hour of expended oxygen, whereas the gals... Twenty minutes. Uh, twenty, minutes 20 minutes specifically, yeah, for yeah. Uh, for Glade. I'm just along for the ride. But then technically another thirty minutes now. Uh yes. For the sake of narrative, you would obviously land first. Would Glade just keep fucking going? Because it'd be there about they'd be about a half hour pardon me behind you at this point. Yeah. That makes sense. That totally I didn't makes jump sense. For nothing. Yeah, no, that, that totally tracks. Okay. You guys are still in radio contact, if you wish to be, obviously. All right, go ahead and that was what, kilometer now we're Kilometer thirteen. We should be at the should be at the next. Kilometer thirteen since you started or kilometer thirteen since the last Oh no, you're right, you're right, you're thing. right. Since we started. Yeah. Since so kilometer started. so you still have five more kilometers to go. Oh shit. Don't worry, audience, there's much more meaningless rolls to happen. <laughs> um Okay, sweet. Yeah, go ahead. Whoever wants, roll another D one hundred for me. Is it separate or together? Oh, that's a good question. Oh fuck me. <laughs> uh Half an hour separate, like different times. Yeah, it would make sense to be to do it separately. Yeah. Okay. So here we go for Glade and Juno. 64. 64. Roll a, a D4 for me. Uh, and then the, the boys, go ahead and roll a D100 for me. Three. Lethal radiation. <laughs> we'll say your your jump, like you, the way, the path that you took, this could actually work out nicely. The path that you took, actually, let's resolve this first because you are ahead of them by time. You managed to jump that field. As you are rising over top of it, you see another one almost immediately like in your path for you to veer off to the side would take too much oxygen to, to correct. So you land. This is actually this is this is fucking the dice giving me as a game master, a keeper, a fucking handy. The what we'll say then is I'm not going to make you roll again. You can just jump this next one. And actually, I'll only cost you like 10 minutes of extra oxygen because we can just say that you chose not to land and you just chose to, like, keep going uh, over that next one. Okay. And then we'll just have you guys meet up. Sure. Sure. Let's do that. Okay. Amazing. Sorry. She's getting even further ahead of us. No, you guys made up. I just, just I only realized that as I finished stop, talking. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's right, though. It's, it doesn't make sense at all spatially. It makes zero sense. Here's what happens. Asteroids. <laughs> you two spend too much time together. <laughs> oh, man. Well, fuck me. Uh, yeah, no, that, that 100% makes sense, though, because that would be for your next kilometer. We'll say that the field stretches in such a direction that you have to, like, slightly change your trajectory, which is the 10 minutes of oxygen, which does cost you a kilometer and then you guys meet up i just want i don't nice. want to have it be two rolls does that make sense yep. Yep. yeah thank you thank you <laughs> walking do it. not split the party yeah again <laughs> like it'll be like 40, we only just got together 45 minutes of content where you guys are together and then the rest of it is just like spread uh, spread apart okay three idiots and two competent women make their way through space <laughs> now because i'm i am are, guys, are we just the plot to Scooby Doo? <laughs> <laughs> might be. Was that Doug is Scoob? <laughs> yeah, Doug. I was just realizing that. <laughs> like Twink Scoob, gotta make it through this radiation field, ma'am. I have a drinking problem. <laughs> you want a Scooby Scotch? <laughs> 
Uh, we'll give you all a free kilometer on that one then, because that is some, I am DMing some bullshit in there to get you guys back together. So we'll say we're now at kilometer, let's say 16. We'll say you guys are kilometer 16. Yes. Sick. Uh, okay. But I will get you guys to roll another D100 for me. 86. 86. Lethal okay. radiation. <laughs> I changed Don't. it. I changed, I changed the, the list. It is lethal radiation again. <laughs> <laughs> so this no. one to four is lethal. Frog. No, so I gave you guys, I gave you guys a small, a small window up at the top here. Um, if you guys would like, now this is a, it's a rare, like open, just kind of like straight up station siding. There's nothing really crazy going on there. You guys, because it is so straightforward and there's no obvious obstacles. If you guys want to make a zero G check to speed through the kilometer and only use 10 minutes of oxygen as opposed to like the half hour, the 30 minutes, you can do so. However, if you fail, there might be zero G checks and extra oxygen expended to try to correct. Or you can just walk through it uneventfully. Walk through. Walk through. I am going to walk. Walk through. Okay, sweet. Go ahead and mark another 30 minutes off. Are we approaching another airlock by chance? You are one kilometer away from the next airlock. Absolutely insane. How, what's everybody? Let's do it a quick oxygen yeah. check. Glade, I, there's a flashing orange light um, beside the uh, food and home network. I, I don't know what it means. <laughs> Is that like a subscription thing? Am I on pay-per-view? I... Do you drive cars? No. No, I don't. Never mind. It might be an alert for incoming trade deals. Make sure you turn those off. They're very annoying. Okay. It, it says uh, uh, it says four hours, 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. Perhaps we should step inside for a moment. Oh, gladly. Uh, I'm quite tired. Just to refuel for the old man. I have two hours and 50 minutes. Remaining? I also have two hours and 50 minutes remaining. I guess you guys have been doing a ton of maneuvers. <laughs> well, specifically myself and Glade. Yeah. Yeah. That adds up quickly, eh? Yay, I made you guys suffer. Okay, you guys make uh, your D100 roll for the next kilometer. 65. Hey, buddy. What? You know, just because I really like, love, and admire and respect you so much. Just Roll, roll a D4? You know what? Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good idea. That's such so a good one. idea. One. Whoa. Lethal rage. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, you guys do come across a section uh, more piping. Um, oh, okay. So it'd be zero G checks required uh, to cross, or you can just take an hour to automatically succeed. Um, once again, Lyft will do the same thing as yeah, us. safety I'm, first. Okay, yeah. off we go. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead and mark off an hour. Already, you guys make it to the airlock. You obviously being uh, quite familiar with this one, uh, considering you used it less than you know twenty four hours ago. You guys, are you guys? Going inside? Glade's yes. going to go inside. That makes sense. Everyone uh, steps into the airlock. Shh, kind of pressurizes around you, uh, this unguarded airlock. What are we doing? Are there any fresh oxygen tanks within the airlock? Uh, no. No, there wouldn't be. Fuck. Uh, Peter takes his helmet off, and you can see one hand shaking quite badly. He's having a hard time getting the lock off. Uh, and he finally gets it off, and... Uh, is very purposefully not looking at the airlock window. Uh, turns to Juno, and he's trying to pull his uh, vac suit off, and goes, "Juno, I need to. I need to talk to you." Hold up, Juno. 
What's your oxygen level at? I have a few hours left. Specifics. Just over three. Mm. We're going to need to find you an oxygen oxygen tank. Yes. Luckily, we're by the market. Uh, I presume, lads, we all also need to refuel. I need to refuel, specifically. Glade, how's your oxygen doing? I'm fine. Let's uh, let's get out of this airlock. To the Marche. To the Marche. Piotr has taken the book and wrapped it very tightly in the vac suit. It's around it. He's kind of holding it and carrying it away from his body as we walk towards the market. Alrighty. So uh, we have just left the vacuum of space. We find ourselves in the airlock. Uh, just we're at pretty much like the bottom of the Nexus market. Uh, the Nexus market having many, many levels closer to the bottom. This being the more lawless section of the the Nexus market. What are you guys doing? Okay, so basically. Glade wants to figure out if there's still a bunch of hullabaloo going on over us and like how many patrols are out or Gotcha. Do you have any news or Yeah, I would say <clears throat> I would say that de- you could definitely check your like personal data center or something like that. Are you so you're, you're doing yeah. so yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'll do that. Um from what you can gather uh, yes, actually, there's like there's quite a buzz because somebody blew up a building, uh, and two GateSec operatives were killed. The news coverage is like it's pretty, pretty sparse. Like they're being very vague at the moment. Weirdly, these two aren't mentioned by name. Neither are you two. Uh, it's just being attributed to like gang violence has killed two GateSec operatives in the locks. Piotr is, um, if Juno is being led around like a golden retriever by Glade, uh, Piotr is following uh, Juno like a smaller dog following the golden retriever. (laughs) (laughs) Looking equally as lost and fearful. Fair enough. All right, after thinking for a minute, um, Glade wants to go find a vendor of oxygen tanks. An oxygen vendor. Yeah, for sure. There would definitely be one. Going through this section of the Nexus market for Glade, um, probably for Lyft, and actually maybe even for Piotr, uh, given some of Piotr's extracurricular activities, um, going to not be like that different of an experience. However, for Juno, Juno has probably not been to this section of the market before. And as such, you can see Glade... Um, like some predatory folks have kind of like tracked that and they're like immediately eyes kind of following who they perceive to be the weakest member of the party. Mm. Um, okay. One, I was going to say, mm. um, I was going to look at Juno and like, like she have a hood or something or something you can put up. Well, have we, we've gotten out of all of our, have we stashed it or we carried them? Yeah. What are you guys doing with your vac suits? It's with us? What are you doing? Here, just got it wrapped around the book and is carrying it kind of away from his body. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's stashed my back suit. Yeah, you, like you have. Yeah, you have like your go bag. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so I have a little baggy. No idea would have been. Could I fit Juno's as well? I would not be able to fit that. Probably not. Probably not. I would say because your go bag is like big enough to fit your stuff because it also carries your like driving helmet. Yeah. And stuff like that. So probably not. Couldn't fit a whole other back suit in there. I don't think. Okay. Well. Why don't you just hold on to that? Uh, okay. I, okay. 
And then, so so I notice that people are kind of zoning in on her. I would say you, you'd probably pick up on that. Okay. Because um, assuming, like, I have my rifle on me. Yeah, for sure. So I kind of put my hand on that, and then I swing my arm around her shoulders. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead and make... I believe there is an intimidate skill. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and make an intimidate check for me. I'm going to spend luck to get a success. A success? Okay. On a success, you you definitely notice the, the people who were watching uh, Juno definitely kind of like you see the eyes like flick to the rifle and just like kind of flick up to you and there's this immediate measure taken and then the interest just switches uh one person you can see uh kind of is like focused on the two of you what mask is uh glade wearing at this the point? butterfly butterfly mask okay and you can just see their head kind of tilt and they scurry off into the shadow okay i take my arm off her don't get too excited that was i mean quite comforting but you do still scare me good okay what are uh the boys doing as you guys are trundling along well i have my things in my bag doug certainly doesn't have a bag so i hope he's got his own bundled up similar to juno i take measure of piotr and see that he has his back suit wrapped around his square dong <laughs> Uh, Piotr is carrying that book at some length in his body. His eyes are down. Uh, his gait is even uh, slower than usual. Oh, God. Than usual. Quite annoying for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that uh, the local toughs were looking for the weakest member of the party, and that might not be quite accurate because Piotr looks very much the weakest member of the party here, but he also looks like he is just not worth their time. Yeah, He's still kind of covered in shit as well. Like That's kind of it. There's still a distinctive odor to uh, Doug and Piotr. Doug just does kind of like fall back and just says, My friend Piotr, what? You seem to kind of freeze up out there in space. What happened there? Doug, I, I don't think I can go back out. I mean, I feel like the whole point of this exercise is so that we can go back out there post-haste. I just, I don't like it, Doug. I don't like it at all. And if it's the only way of getting off of this station, then I guess we'll have to. But I don't want to go back out there. As you say that, this part of the Nexus market is is kind of dimly lit. And you keep seeing movement just in the corner of your eye, in the shadows, it looks like. Your eyes like flit over, and whenever you look, there's nothing. But it seems like these like vaguely humanoid shapes, and they always seem to be reaching towards you. And you blink and you look, and they're gone. Let's move on, Doug. I don't like it here either. I think someone's trying to rob us or maybe take this book. And I'd like to get rid of it, but I just seems like I can't. Well, all right. And he walks ahead and walks up to Lyft. I think Piotr's gone a little bit batshit. I tend to agree, Fred. It sounds like he wants to get rid of something, but won't. It's almost like it's precious to him. Indeed. 
This is step one. I mean, I think I feel like step two for Piotr is going to be slapping fish against a rock in a cave. His mind is quite aged, probably in the grey mush period of human existence. Indeed. You remember that thing that Greg just did? You watched her, like, be all alpha and shit? Yeah, that was, that was a power move. That was a power move. I respect it. I'm worried for our aged, decrepit, insane friend, Piotr. <laughs> yeah, gentlemen, I'm, I'm literally five feet behind you. Oh, I yes, hear yes, everything yes. <laughs> yes, we know. We're speaking so you understand our concerns. I noted. Very well. We're concerned for you because you're old. Yes. And decrepit. Yes. I, I, I dispute at least one of those characterizations. Which In one? any event, can we move on? Well, well, yes, of course. We want to make sure you're comfortable, but we also want to make sure you know we're going to be leaving through outer space again. Let's see what happens left. I, I understand that's the plan. You are my scholarly superior. I will try and endeavor to make you comfortable. If we could maybe find a shower. That would be good. Odds are very or slim Or some moist that. towelettes. I've gotten very You'll good have at cleaning to live myself. You'll have to with the smell. With moist towelettes. <laughs> towelettes are expensive. <laughs> I'm All I'm saying is if, if we... See a space chaffette, then maybe I could get some moist towelettes. Best we could do is space tiger brand, and no one wants that. <laughs> I terrible. disagree, but let's move on. Is there a tiger brand up here? I he mean... limps faster. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Slow your roll. Glade, I'm going to say you know pretty much exactly where you're going. There is a, a vendor. Definitely you don't have the same kind of rapport with this vendor as you do with Henry. He's... You know the guy who runs this particular shop is just, like, a lot seedier, but does have oxygen refilling stations and extra bottles for sale. You guys find your way there. Uh, he sees you. He says, oh, yeah, you're uh, you're the Scotsman's uh, little errand dog, aren't you? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Just this kind of, like, spindly, greasy-looking dude. Look, Glade just shakes her head. Look... I need oxygen. We all do, man. In tanks. <laughs> do you have any? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll sell you some oxygen. You got credits? Yeah. All yeah, right. I do. All right. All right. All right. And he, uh, he immediately starts doing this like weird little, like very hip centric dance. Uh, and he, he just kind of like goes around and there's no music playing in this store. Uh, and he just, you know, grabs a couple oxygen bottles. Um, Are you able to refill? Yeah, we could refill here. Cost you 50 credits. To refill two? Per. No, you said, you said to refill, so that's two. Go ahead and make an intimidate check for me if you would like, or now it'd be an intimidate check. Extreme success. Holy shit. You are very intimidating. Yeah. yeah he's true. You can see immediately some of this like weird version of bravado just like kind of leaves his face and he goes, yeah, fine. Two, two for 50 credits. Good. Get it done. Alrighty. And he goes uh, to refill the two of your tanks. What the listener didn't see there was that uh, Leah actually rolled a 98 and then just intimidated everybody else at the table into <laughs> agreeing that it was a hard success. <laughs> 
<laughs> An IRL intimidate check. Hell yeah. Du Bois, are you getting your tanks filled? Hell yeah. All right. It's going to be 50 credits uh, a pop for you guys, unless you guys want to try to also intimidate. Or unless Glade is going to make it clear that you guys are all together. No. no I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Hello, gyrating friend. Hey. I like the way your hips move. It's impressive. I would like to pay no, for dare, refills dare. for the old man, the drunk man, and the me man. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. 50 bucks a pop. Yeah, let me just stretch real quick to grab my credits. Ugh. Revealing all the knives attached to my person. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Go ahead and make an intimidate check for me. I'm not good at these. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I'm not good at them. I, 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 I don't even have any points in intimidate. That was a fail for sure. It's not less than 10. So, yeah. He's just like watching you. And he's like, so where, where do you keep your credits? In my pocket. Yeah. I'm stretching. Yeah. All the way back there. Yeah. Yeah. I have a weird latissimus dorsi issue. Yeah. Anyways, how much does it cost? 50 credits a pop. For what? Air. No, you said for pop. It's going to cost you 50 credits per tank you want to refill, buddy. Ah, thank you. Can I roll psychology on this guy to see if I can figure out what's going on with him? Sure. I'm going to spend one luck to make that a success. Okay. Shit, now I have to figure out what's going on with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like drugs, but... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what I'm going to say is this guy, this guy's definitely like, you know, king should have turd hill, you know? He's, He's the big king of a little castle. Um, very obviously doesn't get a lot of, you know, power in his life and, and just whatever little bits of power he can exert over people. Um, definitely there are signs of like drug abuse for sure. Yeah. For the most part, you, you get the sense of, yeah, this is this like, I'm I'm just a regular success, like, uh, petty exertion of power over whoever he can basically. Okay. Um, I'd like to go up to him and say. Uh, hello. Um, my name is Piotr. I, um, I understand that usually it's, it's 50 credits, but I, I, I have this book that you might like, and I want to push the Liberum Dementi towards him and open it Mm. and indicate towards a page. Mm. Okay. Without looking at it myself. Go ahead and make a power roll for me. Okay. That is a success. A success. Okay. You manage to not look at it. I'm going to make a power roll for this guy. He fails. Oh. All right. Shit. Okay. He looks at it and you see, as you just open it to a random page, you're not looking. But you see him just kind of like this very like skeptical glance and his eyes track down to the page And then his eyes go wide. And all of the blood drains out of his face. It's with this like shaking hand. He just just goes to touch the book and then can't quite bring himself to. And then he pulls in this breath and he seems to, he can't remember how to let it go. And he just, with his eyes bulging and not focusing on any one of you, just shakily turns and you know without having to check that he is turning in the direction of the same star 
that you were looking at previously. Okay, I shut the book. And he, <laughs> he kind of snaps. I said, what the, the fuck did you just do to me? What the, what the fuck did you just do to me? What the fuck is that? So the air. Just refill it. Just refill it. Thank you. And Piotr totters over and starts refilling tanks inexpertly. Okay. He just fully disappears into the back. Haste. Haste, Piotr. Haste. Yeah, I'm trying. I Could you help? I'm not quite yep, good yep, with yep, these yep. things. Doug, you, it. me, we're refilling tanks right now. No problem. All right, you guys top up your tanks. No problem. I'll go over to Juno. Glade sticks out her hand. Give it up. Oh, do you want m- m- money? She wants a high five. You know. <laughs> I mean, I just you don't know what no. I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, and I won't give it up, even if you ask or try and force me to, and I like it, and I want to learn how to use it so I can be a valuable member to our motley crew. Look, I'll promise to show you how to use it, but until then, please hand it over. What are you going to do about it? Juno immediately realizes what she has just said. <laughs> Glade's gonna attempt to like kind of sweep the legs from out from under her and kind of get her to the ground. Oh shit! The karate kid. Bring it. Let's fucking Bring go! It. All right, um, <laughs> Juno, what's your dex? In the background, three hobo-looking dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Doug is just like, it's happening. (laughs) Kyoder is holding the book and still has a large rectangular bulge. (laughs) (laughs) Cool your jets, Kyoder. Okay, what's your your dex, Juno? 50. What's your dex? 65. Okay, so this will be... a brawl. This is going to be a brawl attack that you're initiating on Juno. Juno, you can choose to either try to dodge, uh, in which case a tie will get you away from it, or you can choose to try to fight back, uh, in which case, you know, you'll have to beat the degree of success okay. that Glade gets. Do I have to tell you what I'm doing, or do I? Do you trust me? I'll trust you. Okay. Yeah, I'll trust okay. you. You've earned that. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's start with Glade. I'm going to spend one luck to the extreme success. Extreme success. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so first of all, I rolled a D10 and then also a D20. (laughs) We are stone cold sober. Yeah. (laughs) I am not (laughs) for the record. (laughs) And then I, (laughs) and then I rolled the right dice. (laughs) Um, and? and I got an an eighty six. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter what you do. you don't have to tell me which skill you picked. I, no, no, no. I want I want to describe it. I want to describe. By it. all means, of course. <laughs> uh, Juno reaches kind of around to her back and holds holds her beautiful pearlescent magnum revolver, and she looks glade straight in where she imagines her eyeballs are through the mask you can see my eyeballs can i see your eyeballs mm-hmm. oh that's good um <laughs> i <laughs> it's very different than what i imagined um then she gets ready like she's she's 
been told to do by her old mentor to defend herself if something goes bad and she dips and she dives and then she immediately gets thrown on her ass (laughs) so fast (laughs) and she lies there on the ground stunned not quite sure what happened but knows that Glade must have cheated in some way. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess it was an extreme success. Hell yeah. So basically, kind of sweeping her legs, and as she's falling, flipping around, and not like forcefully, like shoving her to the ground, like I'm not trying to hurt her. No, no, no. Um, but like, get on her stomach, and then I... I mean, for hands there, then I know where the gun is. Otherwise, I pat her down to find the uh, the gun. Yeah, I'm definitely definitely holding it. Okay, so <laughs> trying to protect rip it. With it all of you know, my... I hold her wrist and like rip it out of her hand. Yeah, for sure. Are you at this point? Would Juno be opposing that like disarmament? Hmm. Okay. Uh, would... I am not giving up this gun. That makes sense. <laughs> Let's do uh, another brawl check. So, because you're just basically trying to hold on to it, um. So we can, brawl or we can, dex? Do, we can do brawl or strength. Your choice. But it'll be brawl. straight up opposed. Strength. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, go for it. Which one are we doing? It's, it's up to you. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Okay, okay. I got to fail. I succeeded. <laughs> she has a death grip on that gun. Now this here's, checks out. This checks out. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the Stop thing. It. Stop it. I'm going to say, I I can't imagine that Juno has the trigger discipline. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Somebody at the table. Here's what I'm going to do. Alex, Leah, Catherine, Tom. It's the the order that they're sitting in front of me. One, two, three, four. It's a two. Leah, why don't you roll a D100 for me? 51. 51. Okay, you're fine. If it was above 90... That you would have pulled the trigger. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 90 is being pretty generous here. I, think so. I just wanted to like, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to not blow your ass off with, with no reason. Um, yeah, so she, the gun doesn't go off, but she does manage to keep a hold of it. I um, will take care of it, and you can show me how to use it, but it is important I hold on to this. Can I, I recommend, you know, after you're all finished, rolling around on the floor there uh, maybe maybe she could have the guns uh, and you could take the bullets that seems like a fair fair trade i'm all about fair trade i can <laughs> <laughs> and you you're not gaining any points you realize this <laughs> i don't know doug i still have five credits on the faith to win the fight i don't know where this is going she could come back in the end i think i you're believe right. in her yeah well i'm like i'm like I'm still trying on to top pursue of her a yeah. on the ground solution according to the non-aggression principle but if you guys want to gamble on it amorally then i am in actually. yeah <laughs> what side do you take you i am yeah. I'll, I'll take i'll take Did you guys the, shut uh, up i'll take the angry one. Oh, that makes sense are we not helping no oh, oh. <laughs> fine do you know you can keep your gun if i take out the magazine 
It's a revolver, but yeah. Oh, it's a revolver. I couldn't remember what it was. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's if I take out the bullets. I think I can agree to that. You hold on to the bullets, but I am drawn to this revolver, and it it's important it stays with me. So I can I can agree to your terms. Can you get off of me though? <laughs> Fine, let go of the gun. Take I your promise time. to take, give take it back. Hide the cube. After I get rid of the bolts. I am trusting you. Yeah, I I've gotten you this far. Come on. Trusting you. I let go of the gun. Okay. I take the gun okay. and I get off her. And I open up the revolver and take out any bolts that were in it. Yeah. Break the cylinder, pop the, the bullets out, no problem. Piotr and and uh, I give back the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Just dagger eyes, Elia. <laughs> uh, Piotr and Lift, go ahead and make a spot hidden check for me. Fail. 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 Okay. Yeah. Sick. No, it's probably nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, you guys have filled up your your tanks. Now you have, you know, add please add six forty four magnum rounds to your. Uh, your inventory. <laughs> so are our tanks back to 12 hours now? Yep. Okay. Yep. You have filled your tanks. Sorry, how many rounds? Uh, six. I might have an amended amendment to that. <laughs> because I you bought a box did buy a box. Well, she's got 50 I thought that that was your move, is that you were like, okay, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Totally. That was, that was... Take the six rounds. Yeah, a These are not the rounds honest. you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Doug, I don't have five credits. I only have 850. Will you accept this cred stick instead? You can owe me. All right. I'll put it back. Sorry, are we, are we, are we paying this gentleman? No, no, the gamble was I thought the faith would win. Ah, right. Yes. No, I lost. I think this is salvage now. He's abandoned it. Yeah, I do believe that he's referring to the proprietor of this establishment, who has seemed to have, as the kids are saying, fucked off. Well, I mean, should. he's abandoned the. I'm. I'm. I always support a small merchant. I'm very willing to, but I, he's abandoned these goods, and they seem like salvage to me. So I think that's a very important part of the free market. Is space technically the ocean? I'm incredibly curious yes. where you're going with this. Then, by maritime salvage laws, acquiring these goods is not piracy; it is free. Ipso this factor. seems like it will benefit me, and so I agree with you in the interpretation the of this. The trust law. is united. Again, we talked about this. We're an LLC. Trusts are bad. Uh, we're LLC. Oh, we're right, LLC. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if, when we start talking about you know the economics, if Catherine can see her own thoughts given how hard she rolls her eyes <laughs> back into her head. I'm surprised you can't hear, like, a bell go off in the back of my head. You guys, uh, you guys are, so you, you filled up your tanks. You're just fucking off, presumably. I go to uh, b- b- get some water and food. For sure. Um, as you guys go to exit the store, you notice that it is suspiciously quiet around fuck fuck and can i make a listen check please do to 
See how suspicious the Same. quietness yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> Can I Fuck, throw... that's a fail. That's a fail. It's, it's suspicious. It's a bit suspicious. Can I Don't throw some Don't muscle memory hand signals to Glade? Fail as well. To be quiet and get low. Yeah. Get low, get bow. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get low in the club. <laughs> to the window! To the wall! <laughs> We're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb as hell and incredibly yeah. white. <laughs> That's the name of our, our rap album that it's we released. Weird how beer started with a Y there. Like, <laughs> yes, it's been revealed. We're all white. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It, there was no doubt. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, sorry, what was your question? I was too busy. No question. I failed my things. listen. Failed your listen. But I'm going to back up into the store. Okay, gotcha. Lift is giving you some some hand signals, some sort of crazy Reaper bullshit. Yeah, yeah Reaper bullshit. Picture the crocodile Naruto, dendy thing. Naruto yeah. uh, ninja hand signals. <laughs> Finger tutting. Just turn around and start running with my hands behind my back. <laughs> right, right. He was saying, like, get low, crouch, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm like, no shit. You guys all see four figures emerge uh, from the shadows, one of whom is wearing a wide-brimmed hat that he takes off. And he kind of holds it to his chest with one hand hidden inside the long trench coat that he's wearing. And he just says, I believe one of you has something that I've been looking for. Does Glade recognize him? He has a scar running from his the side of his mouth to his ear. Piotr, you also recognize him. Lift. You Tinder matched with him like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but he never sent you a message. <laughs> um, Piotr <clears throat> tries very hard not to look down at the bundled book that's wrapped in a vac suit that he's carrying. Uh, and slowly turns to lift and with pleading in his eyes just to lift goes well uh looks like you found your lift you better give it to him you're right go ahead the faith (laughs) (laughs) I raise my hand yes (laughs) whenever I have something to say I raise my hand like a good little Labrador (laughs) or golden retriever I got a hard success and a sleight of hand check that I did on my own to sure. <laughs> refill my revolver <laughs> without people knowing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Will you accept that? Of course I will. Okay. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Hell I, yeah. I shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That never happened to de-escalation. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the Crusades all over again. Immediately after Glade takes my bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why you let Lift steal things? Oh, holy shit! Um, <laughs> I realize I've lost trust here. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you know what? Stealth too. Uh, um, sorry. Hmm. Like obviously she's stealth reloading it, but her shooting. Oh, man, interesting. It's fine if there is. I was just curious. Yeah, I feel like in Glade's mind, you've taken the bullets out, and 
I feel like in pretty much everyone's mind, this is kind of coming enough out of left field. Like you just, I imagine that none, nobody here is going to um, like think of Juno just like straight up gacking somebody. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so based on the expression that Piotr gave me, I was going to subtly move him behind me and step in front and start to say something. When shots start going off. Go ahead and make your firearms check. This, I got to give you a bonus dice on this. This, It's like just for the sheer fucking balls of it. Hell yeah. Oh my God. You're going to need it. Uh, Either way, it's a success. I got the same, the same role exactly twice. Okay. Holy shit. All right. Uh, It's a success by one point. (laughs) It'll work. Uh, yeah, fuck. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second here. <laughs> I'm so she pleased. is bouncing with joy. <laughs> I, I want Catherine to remember how she felt right now when we are all dead in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you, we'll all just play the character. <laughs> we're running. <laughs> limping. Be- we're limping. We're limping. Yeah. We're, we're sauntering. We're hobbling with purpose. Hobbling with <gasps> intent. It's worth it. <laughs> All right. No, right. this guy killed my assistant. You were never going to fuck. No, I was never <laughs> going to fuck. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Shit, it's a 44 too, isn't it? It's a 44. It does a significant amount of damage. It is a 44. Uh, 1d10 plus 1d4. Uh. 12, 14 total. 14 total damage. <laughs> Sorry, you got max damage? Uh, Almost, I think. N- no, it's a 1d10 plus 1d4 plus 2. So I had a 3 and a 9. Oh my God. Plus That's 2. Good. Holy <laughs> shit. Lift. You go to step forward. You, you kind of like push Piotr in behind you, raise your hand to say something, and all of a sudden in your peripheral, the barrel of this gun just appears, and there's this... Everyone's death. Gunshot. Ma. Ma. (laughs) You see this, uh, the man with the scarred face just seem to like fold in on himself and fall backwards as he just kind of like rolls, uh, rolls backwards. There are three other figures step from the shadows and immediately go to raise guns. Let's go to fucking initiative, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. So, oh my god, I couldn't be more pleased. (laughs) Not to sound like a total amateur. How do you roll initiative? So, you don't actually roll initiative in Cthulhu. I am just going to go and get everyone's deck scores. Uh, So, we'll just go around the table. Uh, Piotr, what is your deck score? 40. 40? Blade? 65. Blade is 65. 50. 50 for Juno. Lift. Also 65. Also 65 for Lift. Uh, Lift, what is your highest combat stat? Uh, my highest combat stat, other than throw, is uh, is Brawl. Which is? 50. 50. And your highest combat stat? Brawl. Which is? 62. All right. So Glade is going to go first. Sick. I'm okay with that. I'm going to throw shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, 
Alright, give me one sec. I'm just gonna arrange our initiative here. Juno, what's your highest combat stat? Uh, I think it's handguns. 50. Which is? Sorry? 50. 5 0? Alright. I'm never the shit disturber. <laughs> I'm so happy. The shit is disturbed, Catherine. <laughs> we were talking about. I mean, a- you did disturb a whole crowd. Yeah, you shot a guy in <laughs> the face. That was not on purpose. And that's too linked to real life than I would like to admit. <laughs> you public spoke to people and they got mad. <laughs> that's actually like my That's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking horrible. about alignments recently. Horrible. And uh, I'm chaotic lawful, <laughs> mm. where I, I decided mm. that I'm chaotic lawful, where I have a very strict moral so. code, but that's, nobody that's not knows what it is. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Well, because, yeah, no, this this is the thing where it's like it's like somebody's like new alignments and instead of being like chaotic good, yeah, no, I like it. And chaotic yeah. lawful, yes, because I have a very strict code, but yeah, no one knows where it is. Nobody has it. an idea. Back Fucking here for it. Cube, that's not a thing. But but it's, it is you take, very mean. You take the alignment cube and you make it a hypercube. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's in four dimensions now. It's, it's like macroeconomics in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so. First up, you see the man with the scar on his face kind of like crumple into a ball. And then you're kind of like watching him just for this this brief moment. And you see him just like reach out a hand and push himself up. And you see the hand like produce a pistol. But I am going to have him miss this turn because you just did like so much fucking damage. He was wearing body armor, but you blasted right through his body armor and did did a point of damage to him. So there you go. Uh, so that'll bring us to Glade. Glade, you have uh, this guy on the ground, and there are uh, three others that you can see. Uh, it looks like uh, these ones uh, all producing pistols of their own. Okay. Um, I'm going to dive at Juno and like get her to cover. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we have any cover already. Yeah, I would say like probably not realistically. Kind of in like a storefront, but the storefront would have like pretty pretty decently beefy walls. Uh, so the if you wanted to to kind of like push her to cover, I would say you could make a like strength check, and then if you succeed, you'll get both of you to cover. But even if you fail, you'll get Juno to cover. Okay, I'll do that. But you'll be exposed. Okay, strength check. Yeah. Fail. Fail. So you manage, Juno, you just get like shoved to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are still out in the open. So you can still react to things. Uh, you know, if they go to like shoot it, you can still die for cover and stuff. Okay. But you have you have now gotten Juno to cover. Uh, that'll bring us to lift. Oh, boy. Doug is in immediate danger. Uh, Doug. Doug is actually probably behind both you and Piotr. Very good. Does Piotr still have the oxygen tanks on her? Yes, absolutely. Piotr. Yes. Uh, as I'm moving behind him, raising my hand, throw an oxygen tank into the middle of him, please. Oh, I think you should throw it, and I hand it to you. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah. you, Are you holding your turn? Your I'm turn going to hold my turn until after I see the oxygen tank enter the midst of him. Hell yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. So you're holding your holding your turn. Okay, no worries. And actually, motherfuckers in that, and they forgot about Doug. Give me one second. 
If Doug is in any immediate danger, my my job is to get both Doug and Piotr out of danger. Uh, no, I'm just putting him in the initiative order. I just what forgot, about, forgot where he was. Yeah, I'm going to hold my action in combat mm-hmm. until I see the oxygen tank, which has been thrown by this gentleman, uh, Piotr, into the midst of them. Right. And then when I see it enter an optimal space, I'm going to take one of my throwing knives and throw it against it to try and create a if not an explosion, then a smoke bomb effect to give the rest of us cover to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, for sure. Um, because I threw our guns at a drone. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, hell yeah. Okay, sweet. So you're, you're holding your action, not a problem. Uh, Juno, you're up. What are you doing? You have been shoved to cover. Okay. Um... I want to rally to sit up and aim at somebody new. For sure. Yeah, there is, uh, I would say where you are, you could kind of duck out from the cover that has been, uh, you've been shoved into and uh, try to take a shot if you'd like. Uh, Yeah, let's go. So before you do that, uh, this guy is going to, uh, the one you're aiming at uh, is going to like, see you and his eyes go wide is going to try to make a dodge check mm-hmm. to dive for cover if he succeeds then you'll get a penalty dice on your firearms check okay um, but because he's done this is going to miss his next turn regardless so that's a failure cool. oh, that's also a failure a failure okay yeah so he he goes to dive he, he's like kind of like stumbles and you see his eyes go wide again and he just tracks to you and as you go uh to pull the trigger there's the trigger has like a much heavier draw weight than you're used to with your gun and so you just have to kind of crank back and your vision again goes white as just like recoil just bucks the gun uh back against you uh, the barrel you barely keep it from like clocking you in the head as the gun like jumps back but <laughs> <laughs> Real power. <laughs> uh, oh, hell yeah. this is good. Okay, so, um, <laughs> don't look at me like that. Shit. <laughs> I did one point of damage to our big bad guy, <laughs> so you can't look at me like that. <laughs> Okay, uh, that will bring us to who I can only imagine you guys have figured out are the Jesuits. Um, so the first one, dove for cover, even unsuccessfully, um, misses his turn. The second one, the two people who are... So there, there are technically still three of you who are still uh, up front and center, and that is uh, Piotr, Glade, and Lift. That being said... I believe that Glade is the only one who is obviously armed. So, uh, the first one is going to line up, like, pull out his pistol and line it up on you. Uh, you can... Dodge. Yeah, so you can dive for cover. So it's a little bit different okay. than uh, with brawling checks. So diving okay. for cover um, means that, like, yeah, you can just dive for cover, but you miss your next turn in order to do so. That's what happened to the, the other Jesuit just now. Yeah, I'm going to dive. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead and make a dodge check for me. I'm going to spend five luck points to... To succeed? To succeed, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sweet, so he's got to make his firearms check with a penalty dice. 
that is with a penalty as it would have been a hard success but is actually just a regular failure so gun goes off you manage to die for color cover you've missed your next turn uh but that is okay because uh, you're not shot, which is a great thing to be. Um, mm-hmm. The next one, because you've dove for cover, uh, next most able-bodied person is going to be you, Lift. Uh, next one is aiming his pistol at you. Offhand, I grab my kukri. Are you going to try to fight back? Oh, yeah. That's tough with a firearms check. No, no, I'm, I'm not moving to dodge. Okay. I'm moving into a position where, on my turn, if the barrel isn't in an optimal position, I can close with the nearest person and take their head off. Could you? Oh, am yeah. I not close enough? Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Perfect. <laughs> I just want to be in a position to optimize my choices. I'm not ducking for cover. I'm right. still waiting to throw a knife with my main hand, but on my offhand, I'm grabbing the kukri from my side. Just, I'm not taking cover. Shoot away, good sir. Okay. Alrighty. He's gonna make his fire okay. check. I didn't see it. It's what a critical it? success. It's an extreme success. Oh. I have body armor for a reason. So he gets max damage, which they're firing Glocks, which is a D ten. So he does ten plus whatever he rolls. How much is your body armor? It's a full standard body armor, so I believe it's six. Let me check. Damn. Because this might be it. Mm. Uh, So a heavy Kevlar suit uh, is eight points of armor. Yep, that's what I have. Okay. So he's already done ten. So he's already breached your, Mm -hmm. your things by two. How much HP does Lyft have? Twelve. 12. So if he rolls a 10, you're down. And In that fact, might just be the case. If uh, he rolls a 6, you might fall unconscious. Would you care to do the honors of rolling this d10 for me? Um, considering I'm not a very big believer in luck, absolutely. That's a 9, folks. Yeah. Oh. No! No, no, no. Okay. You take... So no. you've taken 10 points of damage, which blasts through your armor. So you've already taken two points of damage. You take yep. a further nine points of damage, which puts you at one hit point, I believe. Yep. Go ahead and make a constitution check for me. If you fail this, you fall unconscious. I have burned some luck points to succeed. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. This He levels his gun at you. you. You're drawing your knife. You're trying to pull a line on him. And all of a sudden, there's this flash of light and this burning sensation in your chest. And all of a sudden, it's <laughs> it's hard to breathe for a second. You can't figure out why. And you, you look down and just under your collarbone, there is this red and black hole. And all of a sudden, pain starts to flood your senses as you feel a little bit lightheaded for a second but you manage to like shake your head and come to you're still standing but barely let's go go. holy shit oh man 
Oh man, I can't, I can't do this podcast. You did this, Juno. I feel this is your fault. Catherine, <laughs> Catherine is looking around the table, begging for forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> begging. This is your fault. I I could have been an unshot boy. Tom wrote a fifty-page characterization for this character. <laughs> Tom did choose to roll his own dice. That is, it's true. true. Yeah, it's really Tom's fault. <laughs> if we think about it, this is yeah. Tom's fault. I chose violence. <laughs> I chose violence. You chose your role. You chose to be bad at it. <laughs> Already, Doug. Does that smell gas? Doug, Doug is yeah. Doug is Doug is uh, later. Later, yeah. Okay. Uh, Piotr, what are you doing? Piotr sees Lyft go down. He is not down. Okay, he's not down. He's yeah. still standing. Okay. Piotr sees Lyft get shot. Yep. Um, and he is going to do what Lyft told him. He's going to try to throw that oxygen tank. Okay. Now, this is not much of a throw. Right? Piotr's not much of a thrower. Piotr's not much of a thrower. <laughs> That's very true. There's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not the man to make it. You, you're, this is, it's just not much of a throw, right? Like you, all you really have to do is just take this tank and, and like roll it out there. So I am going to give you a bonus dice on a throw check to get it out there. That is a success. Hell. Huge. <laughs> Huge. And that Hell is yeah. so unlikely. So <laughs> Kyoder grabs this tank and using every inch of muscle in his body, picks it up and with all of his strength gets the nozzle right up under his crotch and then starts (laughs) swaying his hips back and forth (laughs) slowly at first and then faster and faster and with more limberness and flexibility than anybody thought was possible from his 63 year old frame he underhand just hip thrusts this tank of oxygen into the air and it goes for like about a yard or two and then hits the ground falls over and slowly starts rolling towards the Jesuit (laughs) and for a moment time slows down as everybody just watches this tank roll towards the feet of the first gunman at the Jesuits and it tinks lightly off the steel toe of his left boot and That's lift. When I throw my dagger. Visual cortex activated, which will give you a straight roll, because you just got fully reduced Point down to one hit point. Beautiful. Straight roll. Straight roll. Straight roll. That is a hard success. Hard <laughs> success. <laughs> no one throws like lift. No one throws like lift. Boy, and Piotr. and Team United. Oh, oh. So Holy shit. Okay. You see the as as your your kind of like vision is kind of narrowing. Like the the edges of your your sight are kind of like going dark. Um and you you hear this tink and you kind of come back to yourself and you look at the oxygen tank that has just now hit the left boot of this Jesuit. You uh pull that knife and then just whoosh, and it kind of immediately just sticks. And for this breath, you just see the knife stuck in the side of this oxygen tank. And then it starts shaking in like the space of a millisecond. 
the oxygen tank explodes. I know that's not what happened in real life, but you know what? Fuck you. This, we, this, is, this is the Nano Reagan podcast. Yeah! The oxygen tank. Do it for Nano Reagan. Fucking explodes. The uh, drug addict actually filled it up with just hydrogen. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, so it explodes. The first, uh, like, that Jesuit just immediately, like, encased in shrapnel, and you see him just drop. Like, that Jesuit is out of the fight completely. Uh, Doug doesn't have a gun because it was thrown into I space. I threw the Tesla thing. <laughs> yes. And it worked. The other, actually, can I get, who all is still st- Standing, because Glade, did you you dove for cover? Yeah, right? I dove for cover. You dove for cover. Uh, Piotr, you haven't gone yet. I, I did. I threw the tank. You did. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You did. You did. Um, I'm, can I get Lift and Piotr make con checks with a bonus dice for me? Because you kind of knew it was coming here. <laughs> no, that's bad. No, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that looks really success. good. It's really bad. A hard uh, success. Hard success. Okay. Hell yeah. Hard success. Hard success. Fuck yeah. These are these are Connie boys. Um, so Doug is just gonna like go cower in the corner. You two, as it explodes, uh, manage to avoid being like stunned by the explosion. Uh, the other Jesuits, they are also that's a fail. That's an ex- a success, and that's a fail. So, yeah, one is just out of the fight. The two. Uh, other Jesuits seem like totally fucked up. The man with the scar on his face is like shielded is, is uh, himself from this explosion. And you can see him start to bring himself to his feet. And there is a malice in his eyes. As the he, woman who shot him. He kind of brings himself to his feet and he this pistol just appears. Uh, but he doesn't fire. He takes a position, like a firing position. If you had to to guess mechanically, it would be that he's holding an action, and then he just cocks his head, and from behind him, this shriveled-looking man just steps out, and then his eyes roll into the back of his head, and I need everyone here to make a power check for me. Okay. I fail. Fail? Yeah. I succeed. <laughs> succeed? <laughs> oh! That's a 100, folks. <laughs> Leah rolled a 100. Holy shit. Actually, sorry, I forgot to mention, Juno, you get a bonus dice on this. <gasps> because it's Saul. Um, Pyotr has a hard success. Hard success. Still fail. Still fail. Okay. But just a regular failure. Yeah, I didn't roll a 100. (laughs) Oh my god, I don't think I've ever rolled a 100. That's brutal. The rest of you are fine. Except for Juno, you immediately feel this like pressure building in your mind and you feel your body just go limp in this very queasy, naughty, nauseating sense. Immediately as your vision starts to dim and and blacken at the corner, it seems like you can almost see this black spectral hands just like reaching for you. And in this sleep paralysis type of way, you cannot move. You cannot run. And they're reaching for you. And you know more than anything, you want to get away from them, but you can't. Mm. Mm. And that's bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Glade. bad. But Glade. Yes. You have unlimited your rifle and 
this explosion went off as you dove for cover and, you know, you're counting shots and you are holding in your head with just the discipline of many, many, many gunfights that Glade has been in where each shooter is so that when you pop out from cover, you can make your shots count. And there's this big explosion and you hear this scuffle of movement and then everything goes quiet. And from behind you, you start hearing a very wet noise, this mm. very like wet crunching. And time seems to slow down. And as you, you focus on it a little bit more, it's chewing. That's what you're hearing. And as you turn very slowly to look behind you, you see first kind of slowly coming into your vision is a pair of legs in blue coveralls with work boots on covered in grease and there's blood everywhere on the floor and all of a sudden the smell of grease and of tools and of metal of your father's workshop hits your nose it's the back of your nose and there's this distant echo in your mind of the thuds of impact that you remember hearing as your father was killed and as you keep turning, there's this little boy knelt beside the corpse of your father. Up to his elbows are covered in red gore. And you can see him hunched over, shoveling the entrails of your father into his mouth. Even from this angle, the deep black bruises on the side of his neck becoming apparent as he has been strangled and he stops and he looks up sharply at you and his eyes go wide with fear as he makes direct eye contact and he says Glade I'm sorry and he holds up these steaming entrails and he says I'm ready to share now oh my god I'm ready to share now and that's where we'll end tonight's episode fuck <laughs> <laughs> thanks for making it this far this podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Brian Gashgarian. All the music in the podcast is composed by me. Special thanks to Carlin, as always, for her voiceover work, and to Alex, Leah, Tom, and Catherine for lending me their talent for this. You can find us on Insta, TikTok, and Twitch at The Stars Aren't Alright, or on Twitter at TSAA Podcast. As a reward for making it to the end, I would like to remind you that bees can recognize human faces. Most of all, thanks to you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Oh, no. Or This is terrible. Anyways, we here at the Stars Are All Right are looking for potential sponsors. So if you'd like <laughs> this type of fine content to be representing your brand. <laughs>